watching One Piece. Watching One Piece. We are. Welcome back to We Are. Watching One Piece. Almost set fighting dreamers. Uh, my name is Joe, and I am joined as always by Jory. Uh, oh yeah, this is an anime rewatch podcast for the Rubber Boy anime called One Piece. Now I'll say my name is Joe, and I'm joined as always by Jory. How are you, Jory? Hi. Hi, Joe. It's me, Jory. No one's listening to us right now, right? This is just a private conversation? Correct. Okay, cool. I can't this wait This is to... just the 36th <laughs> time we've hung out <laughs> and uh, hit record just just for our own personal reference. Yeah, I always thought it's weird how you always want, to, want me to record our conversations and then we only talk about I one piece. I'm just thorough. I'm really <laughs> thorough about friendship. <laughs> I have something to tell you that's fun related to One Piece before we talk about these episode chunks. Oh, hell yeah. Not sponsored by Microsoft, but Jump Force is on Xbox Game Pass. And, uh, Sick. I started playing it, but then I stopped because I figured something was going to get spoiled for me. So, Oh, I didn't I even made, fucking consider that. Because it's all post-time skip uh, One Piece characters. Sure. And uh, one thing... I, I do have the fun observation of there's like there's three teams on the uh, you choose from one's led by Goku one's re- led by Naruto and one's led by Luffy the three anime that there are yeah basically <laughs> Goku's team has Goku Piccolo and Zoro those I was about to say are those all voiced by the same person but no uh, <laughs> <laughs> two of them are in yeah Funimation dub at least it's not dubbed which I I, I kind of wish it I I just wish I could have like dub Goku with non-dubbed everyone else on naruto he has sasuke kakashi and sabo i don't know who that guy is but he looks like he's one piece he's not real (laughs) and the one that's funniest to me is luffy Sabo is (laughs) non-canon luffy has some weird lady who i also assume is non-canon named boa hancock yep non-canon she was in stampede for some reason but definitely (laughs) non-canon Sanji. And then the funniest observation there is that he has Boruto. <laughs> Boruto is not with his own father. He is instead with the rubber boy. That tracks with my <laughs> detailed history I have with Boruto now. And uh, the, the thing that made me stop playing Jump Force is I completed a few missions. It wasn't like too spoilery, really. Like, I've seen all these characters and stuff. I don't, I don't think they're going to, like, explain to you the plot of, like, yeah. the whole cake arc or anything. Yeah, but I got ready for the next story mission, and I think Vegeta, it was either Vegeta or Sanji, said to Luffy in my created character, Blackbeard has been sighted in Mexico. And I was like... <laughs> Scooby-Doo found dead in Miami. (laughs) And I was like, oh, fuck. I do want to keep playing this game, but I feel like if I fight Blackbeard, one of his special moves will be something that'll be spoiled for me, and I'd rather see it in the show than in the video game. I genuinely don't even know at this point. (laughs) I feel like it all kind of just looks the same. We've seen one fight with him. (laughs) But it was really funny, just the Blackbeard has been spotted in Mexico. <laughs> God, that's so fucking funny. Thank you for that. And they just, like, they no-sell the crossovers completely similar to, like, how Kingdom Hearts does it. How no one's ever, like, isn't it weird that Luffy and Jotaro are fighting against Dio and Frieza? 
You have to. Otherwise, why are you making the crossover event? Like, yeah. <laughs> I have to assume that John Cena knows Cell's hanging out with Scooby-Doo when he does it. That's oh, our, you just... know what? When we run out of One Piece movies to watch, that's what we do. We watch, <laughs> we watch just, we just watch the John Cena Scooby-Doo movie over and over again every month. I need to send you a clip of uh, Shaggy and Scooby getting excited when when they see Vince McMahon. What are they fanboying out? They're fanboying out over completely Vince? over Vince Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That's fucked up. <laughs> it's wild. Lexoinks! What an awful man! <laughs> what a but, horrendous uh, piece of shit, Scoob! <laughs> This is this is a One Piece podcast, right? Sure is. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you did all of that so I don't have to say anything about Promare. It was good. I saw it. That's anime. That's a, that's about it's closer than Scooby Doo. It doesn't exist in South Dakota. I'm not allowed to see it. Ah, fucked up. Yeah. It's it was it's not that gay. Everyone told me it was gayer than it is. Um but it's still too gay for South Dakota. <laughs> Isn't it trigger? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. And it, it sure is it sure is a, a, a film made by Studio Trigger. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Toe to tip. Um, that's my in-depth review. That and could it could have been gayer. See, all I all I get from it is that there's there's a green haired boy and then Kamina is is back from the dead. Sorry if you haven't watched Gurn Logan. <laughs> Fucking this character is so much better than Kamina. Even though it is like the same sort of like I don't know. Kamina wasn't like a good himbo is is really where the line is drawn. Mm. He's like overly masculine is my issue with, with Kamina. I don't like him very much. I think the show gets better when he dies. Oh uh, yeah, I get that. Uh, anyways, this is not, this is not a review of Gurren Lagann. Um, you can tell that people who made Gurren Lagann worked on Promare. There is a drill in the movie and someone clapped for it. Um, <laughs> so there's, there's, there's See, anime that. movies in the theater is an experience. It really is. Well, go listen to the, the my review of Stampede with Andrew, where I talk about like one person alone clapping when Luffy beats a bad guy. <laughs> I'm like, all right, bud. Anyways, That's me in my living room. <laughs> to be, all right, so I did cheer watching this chunk of episodes, though. It's good. I'm alone in my room, so it's different. Also, the show is better than Gurren Logan and uh, Stampede. <laughs> Didn't cheer in Promare, considered it. It is a good movie. I don't I don't just want to come here and say bad things about it. It is good. But anyways, now that we're eight minutes into this podcast, we <laughs> will start talking about episode 365 of One Piece, which is titled The Enemy is Luffy. How the how the turns have tabled here today. <laughs> oh, this is probably a fun time to mention that I watched this dubbed. Uh, mm. uh, a, a great revelation I've had 36 episodes into the podcast is I don't have to watch the screen the whole time if I, uh, <laughs> if, I, if I listen to it in English, which also gave me maybe the best experience I've had in this podcast. There's a whole new subplot to One Piece I didn't know about because I wasn't watching it on Funimation's website. And there is oh. just, in this chunk of episodes, there is a series of... Uh, one person, I think Gray Fox and some numbers after it, Gray Fox 65 or some shit, complaining about it, and everyone else fucking dunking on him for this whole stretch of episodes. So that was, <laughs> I'm, I'm scrolling down there to see, like, because someone always says, oh yeah, skip to five minutes in for the title. But then I also see, like, 
shut the fuck up, Gray Fox. Why are you watching this show? <laughs> uh, which his his complaints are just that like Luffy, Zoro, and Sanji are the only cool people. And I, I think I think he has the wrong show. I think he's watched 365 episodes of the wrong show. Anyways, Gekko Moria's dub voice is much better in English. Oh, I, I just I just Googled Gray Fox Funimation and there's just links to One Piece episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is just this is just some guy who's infamous. Oh my infamous God. for being an asshole. <laughs> oh, there's the it, there's an, even an arc. Someone said, I think Gray Fox died. And then a couple episodes later, the Gray Fox is back. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry that we haven't been covering this. <laughs> truly. I truly feel like this isn't a full One Piece podcast until now. Like, this is when it happens. So, uh, if I continue to use Funimation, which I probably will, uh, I will keep everyone updated if Funimation on the Gray Fox Chronicles. has up to, like, 600 episodes or so? Uh, I I'm, I think I think I have it all in Japanese and only some of it in English because the dub is just not that far. I have no clue where the dub is. If I had to guess, I'd say Fishman Island. I was gonna say I know. But, uh, I remember Plakwas was saying that they got to like episode. I thought it's like in the six hundreds when the dub just stopped. I think they're still doing it, mm. but I the thing is, it's going. It's not going. Like it might be going weekly. Oh yeah, because it's on two ninety. I, I think. Yeah, I'm not. I I can't say I know, but I I do know that like a lot of casting happened because of movies being dubbed. Like that's how Brooke was casted initially. Mm. It's because that he was in Strong World, which was dubbed before Thriller Bark, which is bizarre. Also, that is true of non-canon character Sabo, but he was recast for Stampede because uh, his first appearance in Film Gold was uh, a novel man whose name is Vic, and he's gone now. So at least he's he's not uh, in his filler episodes of the show, which are definitely not canon. Actually, that might not be true. Because I don't know who voiced him in a certain string of episodes. Anyways, 365. I promise we're going to talk about it. They're fighting Ors, and um, Ors kills them all, and that's it. That's the end of the episode. Yeah, it's not... It's not like a whole lot to really mention. Like They're all like trying to fight Ors, and they're getting fucked up. Yeah, I mean, so when we left off, it was really, like, everyone has, like, had their own positions. You know, like, oh, this group's here, this group's here, Sanji's on the ground, Ors is, like, that's all that's left is Ors and Moria. And this whole episode is kind of just Ors kicking the shit out of everyone and showing off how strong he is. Yeah. Uh, I think... He he can't stretch. He, try, he, he keeps trying to, but he can't. Yeah. He's a he's a big boy, and it's just, it's still terrifying how like how giant he is because he is bigger than a giant by a lot, I believe. Yes. Also, not sure. Listening back to the last episode, not sh- there was no consensus on how much bigger, <laughs> either twice or more. And uh, Zoro cut off uh, one of his tusks. That was cool. That was cool. That was like a lot of damage that Zoro did right away. Yeah. For seemingly no reason. <laughs> I can't imagine a tusk. Does that hurt? I mean... Oh, you have nerve endings in your teeth. True. I suppose. So I was literally just thinking, like, do I have bone extruding from flesh? Yes, I do. <laughs> I have teeth. It's terrifying to say it like that. But it's also what it yeah. is. <laughs> These weird luxury bones um, <laughs> that 
I, you know, I don't look the way they're supposed to because of poverty. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Ors loses one of those luxury bones, <laughs> thanks to Zoro. And that's, I mean, I can't think of anything else that really happens in this episode. Every time I think of something cool that happens while they're fighting oars, it's in a later episode. It's later. Yeah, I think this is really just the setup of how fucking strong he is. Note, like, they make a point that, oh, wait, there is one really good joke that I'm pretty sure is in this episode where Usopp is like, he's going to attack all of us because he has our wanted posters. But that means me and Sanji are safe. Oh, yeah, because Soga Kings has the wanted poster, not Usopp, and Sanji looks nothing like his. And Ors is like, so you're Sanji. You look just like your wanted <laughs> yeah, poster. Yeah, he's Luffy. <laughs> and F- yeah, and it pisses off basically just Sanji. <laughs> I think I think Usopp's also shocked, but yeah, that happens. And I think that's really it. I like if there's anything that happens, like setting up later stuff. I don't remember in this episode. I'm pretty sure it happens later because Nami and and Luffy are the two people not there at this point. Yeah, Nami's uh, still incapacitated and Luffy's chasing down and trying to fight Moria, but it's not going very well. Basically, up until no. like for the first big chunk of this, it's, it's Luffy chasing after Moria and then he loses track of Moria. And that's where we're at with Luffy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we... <laughs> Interesting method of making him completely not viable (laughs) for combat in this arc. There's always something. But yeah, I mean, he just beats the shit out of him. He's very agile. They establish that uh, Luffy's shadow doesn't recognize any of these people. And Ors is ridiculously fast for some reason. Despite being as tall as this fucking castle. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess we'll move on to 366, uh, which is... Uh, defeat Absalom, Nami's lightning attack of friendship. Man, this episode has maybe the lowest points of the chunk that we're watching today. Unsurprisingly, it's the one with Absalom in it. Yeah, this one sucks. Uh, yeah, you know, it's weird, like, I'm like, oh, this sucks so bad. It's dampened by so many terrible things, but, like... And, like, as much as I'm, like, I want to be happy that Nami gets to defeat someone, they don't even let her have that. No, yeah, I was hoping they'd let her have that, but they don't. No! On multiple accounts, they don't let her have that. They don't even, like... One, she she beats... They they go through all this fucking rigmarole where she's the butt of, you know, all of these transphobic jokes or whatever. And then they show you in detail... Absalom spying on her, but framed as a as phony goofs. Where where I I don't know. Are people supposed to relate to him? Are the viewers supposed to think that I would do that too? Because it sucks shit. Uh, so that has to happen. And then when she does defeat him with her with her lightning attack, they draw a lot of attention to the fact that well, this only happened because Sanji fought him first. And it's like fuck you. She can take care of herself. I'm pretty sure she could electrocute a lot of people and they would die. Yeah. They just don't they just don't let her. Uh, it's the the highest point of this fo- of this episode was when she realizes that Lola is only pretending to attack her so she can get away. Yeah, I I do dis- despite everything. Part of me appreciates their friendship despite what it is rooted in. Yeah. And all of its shitty asterisks. For some reason, that reveal of 
uh, I'm just I'm just helping you. Like she's not actual. Like Lola shows up. We haven't. This is the first time we've mentioned it because this episode fucking sucks. Uh, Lola shows up and is like, "Nami, how dare you? I thought you were my friend, and you said that I should be with Absalom." So she starts swinging her swords at Nami, um, and at some point, then they go through all the transphobic bullshit because Lola tries to use the reveal that Nami is is a man to save her. That doesn't work. I'm confused as to how that's supposed to land because it's it's very it's too well it's like it is it's 2008 it's like I don't I don't know what what the viewer is supposed to be left thinking because she Lola goes it's actually Namizo and they're they're a cross dressing man and then he's like but but she's round in all the right places I saw when I was being a creepy weirdo. We look at it for three and minutes. And then it cuts back, and then it's just like, it wasn't even brought up. Like, I don't know if, like, what am I supposed to think? Aha, he knows because he saw her naked, or like, what the fuck they're trying to get across there, besides the fact they wanted to remind us that he did that? I don't know, it seems like a series of gags that are just not fucking funny. Like, the reveal that, I think I think they think that it's funny to reveal, quote-unquote reveal, that that she is a man uh and the shock on absalom's face is supposed to be funny and then paired with i think i think the flashback to him being a creep is supposed to be funny there are a lot of beats that seem intended to be comedic because he's like oh no i'm falling over i'm gonna make noise but i'm invisible and then like his stupid fucking like faces and noises when it's happening it's just really drawn out it's exhausting makes me mad that i started this podcast it's the worst, maybe the worst thing in the show. I, I, the thing is, I got this far, kind of forgot about it. I'm, I'm very worried saying that this is the worst thing in the show, that I will be reminded later on <laughs> of something uh, just as bad or worse. So who, who could say, but Nami does electrocute her. It's, it's my personal theory that she did all the work. Mm. That's th- me too, you know. That's what should have happened from to begin with. Sanji should have had no part in it. Yes, uh, completely. He just shows up. He just shows up as a huge creep himself and fails. And then he like he like Nami sort of saves yeah, herself. He, he just like he, he doesn't. Then he disappears and he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck! I guess I better help my friends because she's disappeared again." Yeah, at some point, I I think my, I think it's a later episode even where he mentions, "I have to go save Nami." Actually, why the fuck am I here? But by that point, she is. She has saved herself with the assistance of Lola. And um and that's I mean that's pretty much just the episode, right? Y- yeah. We also get uh Perona waking up and be like, oh, these aren't being told that there's not real cockroaches on her. Which I do like the gag of her zombies like chewing the gum she was covered in. Like they're all just like chewing as they're explaining to her what happened. And they're just like, yeah, or yeah. just fucking shit up. And she's like I'm going to make the decision to uh, get out of here. I'm done with Moria. I didn't want to be with be with yeah. him forever anyway. <laughs> she she gets this like misconception that Orz is just murdering everyone cuz the fact that like Orz took out Hogback was an accident and, but she learns about it and is like, "Oh fuck, I got to be next or something." And all the general zombies, which that one was that they were just in the yeah. same like they were in one room. <laughs> It's just a side effect of uh, of poor planning, but 
Yeah, and uh, later on that will be escalated to a further point, which I, I do like the, the comedy of errors that gets Perona from point A to point B. Yeah, or, or also there's a point where she, she mentions that she's taking all of the treasure and she is using the Thousand Sunny. She is like, hey, they have a boat out there. Let's take all of our treasure and Moria's and steal the straw hat boat. This will only go well. <laughs> And she does it, her with her, her zombie crew. There's something in this, I'm looking at the wiki page that mentions, oh, the str- when the straw hats are gearing up to fight Brooke, is, is too dead. Brooke is, it, Brooke is broken. He cannot fight yet. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's not there yet with them. Oh, is he just not joined them yet? Okay. Yeah. It just says, I, the straw hats fight except for Brooke. Who is still wounded from Ryuma. Yeah, he's, um, I, if I remember correctly, he was still, like, chilling up there, trying to figure stuff out. Because, uh, he, he goes and does a funny a little bit later. Yes, uh, it's, it's in this next episode, 370, or no, 367, where, um, uh, he gets a good, he gets a good goofer off. <laughs> uh, which is one that I, it's so good. It's extremely good. This this episode was really good. I like this one. This episode is good. It's called uh, One Down, Sure Kill Straw Hat Docking. <laughs> question mark. They just say the word docking a lot in this <laughs> They one. do. So I hope that's fine. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so Nami is now free to, free to roam. Uh, she leaves Lola to her devices and Absalom's and goes off to get treasure. She doesn't. She's like, you know, I'm just gonna get treasure. That's what I'll do. So she runs around in a wedding dress for a while. Um, oh yeah, the chipmunk zombies. Forgot about them. She finds she finds the vault, but there are two. It is empty, but there are two chipmunk zombies in there, and she electrocutes them <laughs> to get yeah, to, to um, figure out what's going on because she is. She's very sad that there isn't treasure for her to steal. She she's been asleep for a while. She also she, I I'm pretty sure she says that treasure was there for me to take. Why is it gone? <laughs> this was mine. I think I think Lola might cue her in on some of that stuff too. I don't remember exactly, but I think Lola says like you've you've been knocked out for a while. So uh, here's the update. Ori's is fucking everything. Up. Yeah. And and Nami's like, cool, gonna get the treasure and leave. Yeah, because she says, like, I, she runs by and sees them fighting oars, and she's like, uh, I'll go take care of this first. <laughs> oh, yeah, because she's on, she's on Frankie's bridge, and she's like, this yeah. bridge is weird. <laughs> this bridge is what like, the fuck is this It's here? really well built. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she compliments it, uh, even though it stands out. And then, yeah, she sees, like, oars just, like, tumbling around just out of uh, just out of reach and she's like well i'll just i'll just keep going on and get this treasure taken care of the fight with oars is going well i think yep um let's let's talk about let's talk about docking (laughs) so frankie wants to use one of his special fighting moves to make a, a a big straw hat robot mech this is something only he can do because he is a robot, of course. <laughs> yeah. Where this is a special technique where for Frankie. The, the two people who know what are going on are Usopp and Chopper, and he just tells uh, Sanji and Zoro to stand there and hold them up. So he he jumps up and together, like Voltron. 
It's it's an incredibly well done transformation sequence. Like your favorite Netflix series Voltron, you get to see him like connect with Sanji and Zoro. Uh, Usopp is on one of his arms. Chopper becomes the head because Frankie's like the body, but Frankie Frankie pulls his jacket up <laughs> over his head too, and then and then Chopper sits on top of that and. Um, Usopp is like has his arms up like he's a claw, so he's making like a, a claw with his arms. You see, you yes, you're right, but I'm just like picturing Usopp doing that, not in someone's hand, and I'm like he's in a ballerina pose. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> but you're right about the claw. <laughs> it's incomplete though because because Robin won't join. And Frank and they're all like, "Quick, Robin! You you have to dock onto Frankie's arm so we can defeat Ors." And in my in my subtitles, I don't know what the dub said for for her, but she said, "I can't do something like that. It would hurt my human pride." <laughs> she just says it's embarrassing. <laughs> but uh, I like Robin's uh, English dub. I like I like pretty much the entire English dub. I think. Um, you were just talking, I say just, like 20 minutes ago, we were talking about Jump Force uh, and Goku's dubbed voice. And that is like one of the most, I think, like divisive dub voices where people are like, there are people who will watch subtitles, but not for Dragon Ball because Goku's dubbed voice, like that's Goku, not yeah. this, <laughs> this really high pitched Goku. And I think with the exception of Frankie, all of the, all of the dub choices for One Piece have been spot on. Like. They give Frankie a deep voice, which is weird. Yeah, that's something that's that's kind of stands out. I mean, the thing thing for me with Goku is I like, get where they're going with in Japan. It's like it's the same person voicing him no matter what, and that's just something that they that is a big difference in. It works for Naruto. <laughs> that kind, yeah, I can I can get that with just kind of how the character of Naruto is overall. It's something that's like weird with the dub versus uh, original dub for Dragon Ball, where. There's a lot of characters who have the same voices, but in the English dub, they'll have, like, Cell and Frieza will have different voices depending on the form they're in. While in Japan, they just have the same voice the entire time, which is just, like, weird American choices. Yeah, that I, th- I, I don't know, I guess I feel like they make sense of, like, oh yeah, well the voice would be different yeah. in, in this, with, with, like, the connotation between this voice and this body is different. Like, I think that's why Frankie has such a deep voice, because it's like, yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, that makes sense. And big guys sound like this. Not like the exact same voice actor for Bond Clay. <laughs> Even though I think Kazuki Yao fucking nails all three of his One Piece characters. And they should have just gotten, they should have stuck to that and had th- the one voice actor do three characters and and One Piece in the dub as well. But oh well. I'm not, I'm, I don't work at Funimation, unfortunately. If y'all would like to hire me. Even though I know you already have your own One Piece <laughs> podcast. That I probably updates more often than this one, but hey, we've been monthly since April. Yeah. Is that? Yep. April. 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 Yeah. I was like, did it? It might have started in May, but I think April. Ours is better. Uh, yeah, it's because uh, we talk about gay shit, <laughs> and uh, we know that Luffy is uh, a romantic, asexual, and antifa. The real AAA. <laughs> Uh yeah, so the the big emperor also doesn't fucking work. No, not at um, all. Because it's <laughs> well, there is there is one very important thing that when Robin refuses, she says no. That would be embarrassing. And Or says, "Aw, but why not?" 
Orz wants to see the big robot. And that's important. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny how he was even sucked in to see mm-hmm. the big robot. Yeah, it seems like a gag at first, but they really drive home its importance later that Orz has the same dumb sensibilities that Luffy does. It doesn't actually matter that much in the grand scheme of things. Uh, anyways, now they actually do some combat. It's cool. How do you, like, this is the stuff I've been looking forward to basically all of this arc. This is why, I, this is part of the reason I think this arc is so fucking good. Is because, like, the t- like, the whole crew just collectively fights together in a way that I don't think we've seen before. If not. Like, in, in Alabaster, they do the one scene where everyone helps, I think, Chopper get up to the top of the clock tower or Nami or someone. Yeah. Um, that's cool. This is like that times a thousand. And then there's more of it in later episodes, but this is kind of where it starts, where they, uh, they make a joke about fighting together with the Emperor. Uh, Tactics 15. Gotta know what the first 14 were. Uh, and, and then they actually fight together here. And everyone has their own different strengths that contribute. Like Usopp uses oil to make Orr's feet slip. His f- slippery, gigantic feet. Yeah. Uh, Zoro, Zoro uses Frankie's like column nunchucks. <laughs> yeah, because he like stabbed his swords into them. Because he has uh, one of the things is he has that sword that Ryuma gave him, and it's a big fancy sword. And he he did explain stuff about it, but whenever Zoro, oh explains yeah, he talks his about how it's so much heavier yeah. than it, than he's used to. Whenever Zoro explains his sword lore, I'm I'm like. Does this pay off, or is this just Zoro knowing about swords? Who could say? <laughs> Can I make it another important revelation I had watching the English dub? Oh boy, what is it? And and if this is if this is a nuance that exists in the Japanese dub, and I've never noticed it, that's on me for not speaking Japanese. But in English, Zoro's voice—you can hear that the voice actor has something in his mouth when he when he has a sword in his mouth. So whenever Zoro has a sword in his mouth, oh, his voice sounds like this. He, he kind of does in the Japanese stuff. I guess it's it just, just never. It's just harder to I've pick up on it. just because you're not familiar with the language. I do feel like sometimes when he's been doing, stuff, I wasn't sure. I, I think it's more noticeable if he's like making noises versus when he's talking. So mm. it's not something I've really like paid attention to, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't like change anything. Yeah. Uh, now, now I'm just going to end up listening more closely the next time I see Zoro. Also, maybe maybe that has something to do with it. I haven't seen Zoro in a while. Uh, just, you know, sometimes Zoro isn't around, but sometimes characters just aren't around for a while. Now that I think about it, um, the next time I see Zoro, when I'm, when I'm watching One Piece, I'm going to be listening closely. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's much more noticeable to my ears in, in English, obviously. So I noticed that. Anyways, he, yeah, so he uses those big nunchucks. Oh, does Sanji just knock him up, or does Sanji do anything else? Sanji does a big old kick. Cool. To, to launch him up there. Because the, the thing that they're trying to do is that they're, like, team up is they're wanting to do a, like, a takedown. I think Zoro says, like, all right, let's get, let's get one, one fall on him. Like, if we can, if we can knock him down once, that gives us a point kind of thing. Like if they if they yeah, can knock they, him down they, once, they, they know they can keep doing it. Surely, and uh, surely they have the same stamina as ours. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Considering, I think all of them have had their own fights at this point. This is like, this is this is you know the second half of their of their bullshit. Yeah, yeah. The launching 
launching him up there and then smash, smash his arm and then Robin grabs his other arm with her multiple arms that she can do and then yeah she makes like a giant fucking pillar of arms <laughs> yeah this is the first time we've seen her do that outside of a movie i feel like this is i think i think this is the most we've seen from her like i don't know she makes a net later that doesn't i don't know if that's a lie also i don't know if we've seen it before now uh and she she did the suplex move the wings were probably a lot Oh yeah, I think but that might is... be the other thing that we've seen that like big thing that we've seen her do. Cuz most of the time yeah, when she like, does like the wild stuff that we've seen has been in the movies. Yeah, she she does some really cool shit in Thriller Bark. Uh, maybe it's because like she doesn't really get to to have that scale escalation that everyone else did in Indias Lobby mm. cuz she kind of gets stuck behind a damsel in distress situation. Yeah. And I don't even remember her doing much shit in Skypea either, honestly. She but now didn't. it's just like, make her cool! <laughs> She's comfortable now. Yeah, that's the thing. I think I, I like, as much as I'm like, oh yeah, you know, she didn't do anything in Skypea and she was a damsel in distress in Inus Lobby. I think the way the story paces her progression, it kind of makes sense that she would be at her most comfortable now. Like, silver lining, I guess. There's there's more Robin after Inyaslavi than before at this point. Yeah. So, and I'm still having the same complaints. I've let her do more. <laughs> but hey, I I do like uh Frankie and uh Chopper doing a combined punch, which they call they it's they called it like a fropper, they like a special punch word that they use. But I saw that they combined Frankie and Chopper yeah. together, and that's really good. They did. I don't remember what it was. In English now, I, but I did, I did, I did notice see, it. seeing them team up. I just love like the the childlike imagination and like determination that Frankie has combined with a child is great. A child who can become <laughs> a JoJo character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I, cause I remember thinking, oh, like they don't really show you it, but they do draw that like. Frankie takes the skin off of his hand because he punches with just the metal. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, like, oh, they just do that. That's a nice detail that they're not, like, drawing out, like, oh, I'm taking it off. I'm punching bigger. <laughs> he just does it. Yeah. And also, yeah, Chopper's there. I don't remember that. It's going to bug me that I don't remember the name, though, in English. Hmm. But, yeah, everyone's, everyone's like, adding on to this this sick fucking combo. And they're able to, to knock Ors down just flat on his face. After Sanji yeah. like kicks off his other foot, and then there's like, yeah, we got him, and it feels good. They might be able to take down this big giant devil man. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, uh, I, I I love what the what the funny skeleton man is doing. I he's just a goofy so boy. So here's I I I I think the two characters I can relate to the most in One Piece at this point, are Brooke and Frankie. Because if I don't have Cola, then I can't function. And then Brooke, he, he's he's going through the kitchen. He, they don't really explain what he's going for. And he finds, he finds some milk. And <laughs> he's like, oh no, it's past its expiration date. But I need, I, I, I gotta risk it. It's the only milk around. And he he drinks it, and he starts to like glow, and he's like screaming about the <laughs> healing energy of milk 
making him all better. It's, it's good for bones. It's good for bones. And I'm it's so fucking Yo-ho! stupid. And, it's so good. And I love it every makes every it time. Even better is it it just like kind of stops and then he's like Okay, now I gotta go find what I was really looking for. And like... <laughs> yeah, he didn't go there for milk. <laughs> and I can appreciate Brooke. Uh, I relate to him because there is no one around, but he is doing a bit just for himself. Yes. <laughs> it's interesting that the skeleton man is the one who does the bit just for himself, and that's how you relate to it. But yeah, that's good too, because I, I think he makes... I don't know if he makes a joke in that, like, oh, I don't even have. Oh yeah, he said said something like, "I can't see anything." He mentioned something about his eyes. Not that I have eyes because I'm a skeleton. Yeah, it's just so ingrained into who he is. (laughs) And he goes, and then he starts looking for some more stuff. He doesn't say what he's looking for, at least in the subtitles. Eh, It comes up later because uh, I was confused. Like, what the fuck would he be doing? Like, is he just fucking around? What would be in a kitchen? I'm an idiot and have been yeah, paying attention. For me, for, for, for me re-watching it, I was like, oh, he's probably here for milk. But then he's, because I, I know the bit. And then when he was actually looking for something else, I was like, I mean, I don't know what it is. But I can, pro- I mean, there's only so many things that are important right now. <laughs> so that happens. And there's another scene that actually isn't mentioned in this short summary on the wiki. But it is, um, I do see some characters here mentioned in order of appearance and uh oh, this last one's new hmm? who's this uh who's this fella oh i don't or thought let me akuma who's that um uh well who's that funny boy who's that fuzzy man there's a scene on the we we check it on the thousand sunny yeah perone is loading it up with the goods and uh, one of her little zombie minions recognizes someone who doesn't seem to be pulling his weight. And he is carrying around a Bible for some reason. <laughs> so, y- you know what else? Not only is he carrying around a Bible, but he has a strange light aura around him. He glows a bit. He's he's glowy. And, uh... And that's, I, mean, I think that's the end of the scene, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I don't think he says anything. No. Oh, no, they say, like... They mention like his bear ears or something, yeah, and he's like, he's like a bear-looking guy. You're right about bears. And then uh, the next episode, you, you know, you watch that episode preview, Soundless Invasion, the mysterious visitor, Kuma the Tyrant. This is fine, I'm sure. Surely this is fine! Maybe he's related to that big big bear that followed around Perona, and now he's sad, even though he got burnt to death. Yeah, what'd you do to my my little brother? Kuma C? Kuma C. Kuma C. Yeah, I guess both. I think Kuma just means bear, doesn't it? Yep. So, interesting that they're both showing up at the same time. <laughs> Never really clocked that. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, I don't think we see him right away. No, we do not. We we start with Nami going to the Thousand Sunny. Yeah. That's about it, I think. Yep. She's going. This might actually be that bridge scene. We might. I might have been. Oh yeah, getting ahead of it. Yeah, I think you're right now. Who could say? It all happens. <laughs> yeah, it all happens so much. Yeah, tweet of, tweet of the decade, and Ors. So Ors is like awake and he's trying to get up, but I guess the way they flipped him or knocked him down, his his horns are stuck in the dirt. Yeah, 
you know. Which is a really funny, a really funny exchange because uh, they're like, all right, we knocked him down. Everything's going to be okay. And he starts to get back up and they're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that took so much effort. We are so beyond fucked. But then he's like, why can't I move? I'm stuck in the dirt. And they all just get like this, this confidence I've never seen on a straw hat before <laughs> where... They all get like these like menacing looks like what's the the whatever the kanji is that we see in Jojo all the time mm, for menacing yeah. might as well be on the screen. <laughs> it's not. Uh and they all just start they all just beat the shit out of Ors for like who I mean who knows how long it cuts away but like it seems like they just wail on him until he gets unstuck. Like that's the that's the video game boss where like they get stuck for like I don't know, five or so hits, and then you have to run away again mm. after they get unstuck. Oh. And it's a shame that they don't do this three times and then win. Like, you think they would just <laughs> yeah. do that. Uh, <laughs> I do like that once Ors gets up, they uh, they try to do the 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 big mech attack again. Yeah. With, without Robin. They, they do it... With <laughs> they have uh, a Sanji, like kick them up onto Orr's head and then they just start like stomping on his face and it's not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting one how that actually works. Uh but also cuz they, they don't they do it without Sanji or it's like the mini or the the mini yeah uh tactics 15. <laughs> I was just thinking surely tiny chopper isn't the most effective usage of chopper in this formation. <laughs> like there's a lot of like he could become an adult man, you know, or any of his rumble forms I, that are maybe more beneficial. Think, but they just sit his tiny ass on top yeah. of Frankie's head. I think, I think realistically, it's if if they're staying as a mech, probably not. But um, if if they were going to stay as like a, a big uh, flesh, well, mostly flesh mech, because uh, Frankie's not flesh completely mech. flesh. Cyborg. I think if he was in his like his. Uh, what's the the ball point or whatever where he's like a big puffball for defense defense point? Yeah, something, something like that. Guard point, guard maybe? point. Yeah, if he was like that, but on top of his head, like that, that would work. Yeah, I suppose. I just, I just, I just, I just realized it. I'm like, is he just like feeding him strategy and tactics? <laughs> he goes. Is Chopper just the smartest person in the room? Uh, yes. I mean, yes, he is. Him, him, and Robin are tied. Yeah, but Robin won't fucking join. Yeah. And Robin <laughs> probably wouldn't fit on Frankie's head. <laughs> That's true. Um, so this is a horrifying thought it's had. Can Robin use her power to make like her multiple of her heads pop up? Good question. <laughs> Don't know. I would guess probably. I guess, I don't know. Because we've seen her do it with huh. arms and hands and feet and legs, but not... I think I've seen an ear. I've seen her use ears, and she's put an eyeball on a hand as well. Damn. I always just, I always think back to when, in the tuning exams, uh, Gara makes an eyeball out of sand that he uses to cheat on the test. Um, and I'm like, is she going to do that? Is she just going to put an eye somewhere? <laughs> like an eye... Like, I don't know. I don't know if she could have like just make a whole ass head somewhere. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good question. <laughs> something I don't know if I want to see, but I'm gonna consult the boys down in the lab <laughs> see if we can cook something up. But uh, who knows for now? Yeah, uh, they're on top of Oris's head. 
I think Sanji's like apologizing to Robin for participating in a stupid plan um, because her approval is the only thing that matters to him in this moment. Uh, he has forgotten that Nami was was uh, kidnapped, I guess. <laughs> and it actually ends up paying off because Oris gets pissed off at the the head stomping mm-hmm. that Frankie is doing. And I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, it's just Frankie kicking. Like It's not like Usopp gets down and helps. He's still in Frankie's hand. He's still in Frankie's hand, and Chopper's in big JoJo form stomping as well. Okay, so it's just Usopp who's not helping. Oh, of course. <laughs> I guess, I mean, it's not like he probably could stomp very hard anyway. Can't imagine he could. If you, listeners, if you know the metrics, like how much PSI in Usopp's stomp, let us know. Surely we could find it out. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to boot up One Piece Burning Blood, (laughs) the fighting game, which is very bad because they actually scale characters to how strong they are in the show, which makes it fucking impossible to play. Hmm. And I'm going to... I might be wrong about that. It just feels that way in the story mode, uh, which might just be a story mode thing. Anyways, I'm going to figure out how strong, how much damage Usopp does with that. And then I'm going to times it by, I don't know, probably two-thirds, because that's post-time skip. Hmm. And, uh, and then I'll get back to you All with right. that, uh, that report. Sweet. Sounds good. So uh, I will definitely remember to do that before our next episode. Yep, that's something we'll definitely be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, um, so they're stomping. They are. And the real question is, does Usopp being in his hand detriment Frankie's stomp? Like, does he lose balance? Eh, probably he's just not. holding Usopp. I don't know. I guess, like, Usopp probably just doesn't weigh a lot at all. Can't imagine he does. Hmm. To do another research study on the weight of Usopp. Anyways, uh, it pisses off Or, so he punches his own head. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, ah, fuck. And that's and that's really it. Like he doesn't. He just punches himself, and then Frankie and Chopper run away, and yeah. they and Usopp is attached still, and they pretend that was the plan all along. <laughs> really hard to say if it was or wasn't. <laughs> I I genuinely don't know, but Sanji pretends that it is. It's clear that Sanji didn't know, but Sanji says that it was intentional the whole time and uh, begs Robin to to do that to him. Uh, he wants to get punched in the face by Robin. Me too. Don't we all? <laughs> Wait in line, bud. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's a many many a ticket you have to pull. Uh, but she can she can do it all at once with with her uh, devil fruit power. Luckily, oh yeah, that's true. Oh, so here's where the the one thing comes up. So Usopp points out to everyone that hey, remember when Oris thought the robot was cool? <laughs> well, what if Oris is just as dumb as Luffy is? <laughs> and we get an immediate payoff, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, and which I think. I think it ultimately just boils down to Usopp saying, look, a bunch of meat. Yeah, yep. He says, and he's like, what, where, meat? I don't think it ever is beneficial again. Because <laughs> they say, like, boy, remember Luffy's weaknesses. But, like, what weaknesses does he have? He's just, he likes meat, uh, and he can be stabbed. <laughs> I th- is that it? He can drown. <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> I like I like piles of meat. I can I can be hurt if you stab me, and I am incapable of swimming. There you go. <laughs> you are Luffy. <laughs> as long as we use just those three criteria. <laughs> 
anyways, I think this is set up for an attack. Um, Frankie and Zoro do some some attacking. And yeah, their plan at this point is to just keep at it, keep Orgs busy so that Luffy can do what matters, which is defeat Moria. Because yeah. if they defeat Moria, all the shadows will go back, which seems like it would be correct, although later it does not actually seem that way. So It's it's weird how that works. It's, um, I know, because th- they have like a back and forth, Zoro, uh, I know Usopp and Chopper are trying to be like, no, we gotta, we just gotta keep him, keep him there while Luffy gets her shadows back. And Zoro, Zoro and Sanji are saying, well... Let's say we can't that Luffy can't defeat Moria in time. We have to beat Oars so Luffy can get his shadow back in case this goes into mourning and we have to hide. Which they're they're at, at like a bad impasse here. In time being the sun rising. Yeah. Which uh I think I think it happens in the stretch of episodes where they draw attention to Hey, we're out of the fog, so when the sun comes up, we're all fucked. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, put put some put a real timer on that one. So that's going good. Yeah, there is a there is some discourse between the group of what what would be most beneficial. But ultimately, I mean, they're still in the same area as Or. So what the fuck option do you have than to to fight him? And if you happen to win, then you win. And if you don't, you're still stalling. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this is where Zoro's like, I'm gonna test out this new sword. It's and he's like, yeah he just goes into like the the exact weight and length and it's like I've never had a black blade before which I guess I don't know if they mentioned those before like I don't know if it really matters to us the viewer or maybe if we're just like supposed to hear like oh that sounds cool I mean looking at it I was thinking that sword does look bigger than Zoro's usual swords and it looks a little bit different but I don't know if it's it does look different they all do look different uh, they haven't updated the eye catch yet. To uh to his new sheath, because Zoro's eye catch mm. includes like a shot of his three sheaths, and uh, I noticed watching this chunk that oh they haven't updated it yet, which I I don't know it's been eight episodes max since it happened, but it will happen, and I'm sure that the uh the wiki will tell us in the trivia section uh this is the first one with this, <laughs> um so Luffy. At this point, has been chasing Moria in the woods, or so he thought. He was chasing Moria's shadow, and this is when he um, finally learns that because he catches that shadow, and is like, "Ah, fuck!" And uh, it's it's not; it's the shadow. And uh, he, I think, the shadow starts to go off back to the castle. I I, I think it's yeah, it's 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 in the next episode when um when that subplot continues uh this episode ends with uh luffy catching that shadow um which i guess happens i confused these two notes about luffy um so that happens at the end of the episode and before then we get to go check back up on the on the thousand sunny um nami gets there and confronts perona and is like hey fuck you this boat's mine and all that treasure is gonna be mine too and um, I think Perona's going to do something about it, but it doesn't really matter because someone else is here now, too. Yeah, it's uh. How do you how, how do you feel about this one? Um, it's the big bearman. Tell, t- 
Tell me, tell me your experience watching this scene, having I presumably never seen him before. Uh, no, I have not. I don't even think they showed him in that in that scene. They pro they might have, but it didn't stand out to me because I was like, oh, they established this character I've seen on recent One Piece related me- media, Do Flamingo. Yes, um, because if he was in that scene when they first showed like other Shishibukai, that's. I, I was more drawn to the fact that, oh, this character that's doing stuff recently is being set up this early. Yeah. So he might have been there. You, you, yeah, you recognized uh, our old boy, Doffy. But with... Which, I think Doffy's first mention is Jaya, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, because I think Bellamy is a member of his crew. I could be wrong. They do say that. That's the... Fr- um, well, he's shown, like, right after they defeat Crocodile, because they have all the other Shishibukai there. Oh, so, okay, so it's just back-to-back then. Okay. Yeah, Don Quixote. Uh, There's another mm-hmm. name drop in this in this chunk of episodes that I was taken aback by, but I'll save it for when it happens. <laughs> so, um, he's he's a giant man. At first, when they showed him in the episode preview, I was like, is is he part of Blackbeard's crew? He's a big he's a big boy like the rest of Blackbeard's crew. Everyone on Blackbeard's crew has like the same kind of like body type. Then Kuma looks like he'd fit in with them. I think they have a weird skinny man though, too. He's still like super tall. The like sniper guy, yeah, he's skinny, oh, sure. but he's still like tall. <laughs> yeah. And Ku- Kuma's this this Bartholomew Ku- Kuma fellow sure is big. And Perona says he is not only one of the Shishibukai, he's the only one who actually does what the Marines want him to do. Which, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> which, I don't know if that I, has anything to do with the fact that he's glowing white and has a Bible? Or <laughs> if it's just something else about him that makes him on the side of the Marines. Because when, when you... It, it puts into, like, just a little bit... It adds a little bit of flavor to the fact that there are this this set of pirates who the Marines pay to that the world governments pay that they're like, hey, uh, you're you're kind of on our side. And then when she says he's the only one who actually does anything for them, it's like, why why does why is this thing even in place? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Don't know. Uh, it, it's it's I think it's to just like. I don't know. I get, I get I think like being... some things that we've mentioned. Like I think, kind of like with Mihawk and stuff. There's just peop- these high high ranking strong pirates who just hang out on the Grand Line and fuck people up. As like yeah, and, and it's they, a government endorsed way. They, they don't thing. fuck up the Marines at least. Yeah, bare minimum. And I feel like it, it's a mixture of like a way to keep potential strong people out of the Grand Line, like Luffy, and it's a way to like. It, it's it's kind of like a standstill peace treaty kind of thing, mm-hmm. and by them saying that, I, I by her saying that about Kuma is just that he's the only one who takes the position as like an actual position and not just a way to brag about his power. Like I believe Crocodile and Moria seem to use it more as yeah, because like Moria, I think if like he was specifically assigned something, would do it. Whereas he just, he's not like working for the Marines. He's fucking off and doing his own thing, knowing that the Marines won't fuck with him, which is basically what Crocodile did up until, um, he got too big for his, uh, <laughs> himself, his, his, his proverbial britches. <laughs> uh, yeah. And 
Yeah, I, do we know any other ones yet? No. We don't okay. know what the rest of them do. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, we know we know that Doflamingo is one. We don't know what he does. Yeah. Um, he looks cool. Probably nothing. <laughs> yeah, sure, it's fine. Uh, yeah, so Kuma's here. Bartholomew <laughs> Kuma, uh, his name is the, is the Tyrant, apparently. Um, I think it's in a later episode where they talk about how... How brutal he is. Yeah, that's that's um, why he has that name. He asks about Moria. His voice is pleasant. It is. He, he's a very calm man. He's, he's very calm, like, kind of, a little deep, deep voice. Mm-hmm. Seems nice. A shishibukai you could get a beer with. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> From- <laughs> at least... <laughs> well, well, I don't know, maybe not. We'll see in a second. Uh, but, uh, Perona's like, hey... I don't work for Moria anymore. We've decided Fuck to you. part ways, which is really, I've decided to just peace out and take all this shit. <laughs> yeah, which is a, a method of parting ways, I'm sure. And she she's a real Nami. Yes. <laughs> and so he's she's talking about leaving. And I think this is when Kuma asks if if if, if you could go on a vacation to anywhere. Where would you go? <laughs> There's that small talk. Yeah. And uh, she she gets like, she's like, ah, I'm not going to talk about that with you. This is, a, well, I suppose a, a, a spooky haunted place. That's where you fucking yeah, are. It's on a fucking vacation, Corona. That's your goddamn house. Yeah, what she said to her, it's like, you just, you wouldn't do anything different. You just like to be where you're already at, except without a but giant it, but it red, not be your job. red demon fighting. I mean, I understand that sentiment of <laughs> doing something you enjoy, but it's not work. Mm-hmm. Me listening to podcasts. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that happens. She answers with her spooky haunted castle location of choice. And she's like, ah, I can't believe I even indulged you in such a question. Uh, and she starts to attack. She summons up her ghosts. She summons up two different types of ghosts. She has her negative hollows and her special explosive ones flying at him. And um, then she's gone. Yeah. He uh, he just like he just like swipes his hand down and then it's just gone. There is something something about his figure, the way he is standing in that frame or that panel, if you're reading it. And his, it's so non-menacing the way he just stands there with his hand sort of out in front of him, still holding this Bible in his other yeah. hand. And noticeably, he he, dipped, he took a glove off for this. This is an ungloved hand that he uh, put out. And he's just standing there, and she's gone, and there's just like this poof in the air. And something about how candid it is is terrifying. Yeah. They almost don't give it, like... At this point, the like level of uh, gravity it probably should. It's just the 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 sheer lack of understanding and <laughs> what happened is terrifying in itself. I think. Yeah. Because it's not like he has this power that does X and Y, and they explain it, and it's terrifying. It's just like I don't know what happened, but she gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah, and then everyone like reacts to it after like a second passes, including Nami. Who is there? Uh, and I, I don't even know what the crew... Like, does her zombies just run away? The zombies are just kind of, like, there, and they freak out, but they don't, like, do much else. 
I yeah, I don't know. I didn't really clock them doing anything <laughs> because the next thing that happens is I think I yeah, so he makes eye contact with Naomi, who's like standing up on like the top of this like gate, the stone wall gate. It's a castle, y'all know. And she's up there, he looks up at her and is like, So you're the cat burglar. And then he just appears like next to her. Instant like instant transmission. Yep. And uh I think does he just immediately ask about Luffy's brother? Yes. So he asks about Luffy's brother. He says, Does Luffy have a brother? And she says, Are are you talking about Ace? And uh his phrasing of this is so the rumor is true. They are brothers. And then I and then he just leaves. Okay. Hmm. Surely that's fine. Oh, I'm sure positive. Surely surely this man knowing about Ace and then leaving is fine. This Shushibukai. Yep. I'm I'm sure him him being Shushibukai and then uh the last we saw Ace was um losing to Blackbeard? I don't even know if it's kind of it, it was like it's kind of I mean his hat falls down it's vague. Yeah. I think the sh- the shot it ended on was like half the island being fire and half the island being darkness. Yeah, but then after yeah, after that and then it shows his hat falling to the ground. Yeah. But I, yeah, I guess it doesn't explicitly say. It's I, I always I've always read it as not great for Ace. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe maybe we'll learn some more about the current order of the Shishibukai in a minute. Who could say? Hello, you beautiful blood-sucking babes. I'm Sahana. And I'm Kat. And we're the hosts of Summer Twilight Book Club, a podcast where two dumb bitches with social work degrees reread the four horniest books of their teenage years. If you're at all curious about any of the following, this is the podcast for you. Does Bella Swan have a car crash fetish? Yes. I am telling you right now the answer is yes. Does Stephanie Meyer understand healthy relationship boundaries? Has Bella Swan ever had a secure attachment in her life? How has Twilight impacted the societal and my personal conceptions of romance? Why does Stephanie Meyer owe Sahana and all other brown people reparations? Why is Edward Cullen so into edging? You can find Summer Twilight Book Club at theorangegirls.com or on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you access podcasts to find out. episode 369 titled is oh it's titled oars plus moria yep that's that new streaming service i've heard about (laughs) they should do a one piece streaming service where it's just one piece it could fill up a whole goddamn streaming service but no it's on two of them alongside every other anime so this one 369 nice uh luffy realizes that he's been chasing no one and some weirdos show up and are like hey that's the straw hat luffy we're gonna that's the luffy let's let's kidnap him i guess i don't really remember how he gets back to the group of people the the way the way they're talking implies that they're like i thought at first that they were zombies that were on the side of moria because they're saying they're saying some like vague weird stuff about him while they're looking for him. But we don't we don't get any of the fun from that for another episode. <laughs> okay, great. The big thing from this one is Moria's back in his castle 
from what it looks like, he can just like swap places with his shadow at any time, uh, which is fucked up. That is fucked up, and he uses it to be mean to Robin. He does use it to be mean to Robin later, which no no one should be allowed to be mean to Robin. I mean, he's not really allowed to, but he shouldn't be able to get away with it as as much as he did. Yes. Um, but yeah, and it, it starts up with him going back to his room, though. And he, uh, he ta- he's there to talk with Kuma, who uh, is there to discuss some things with him. All of which... Shishibukai to Shishibukai. All of which is just, like, pretty big deal. So, like, oh, hey, <laughs> we, we, found a, we finally found a replacement for Crocodile. It's this guy named Blackbeard who broke off from Whitebeard's crew. Moria asks, oh, what's his bounty? He's like, he doesn't have one. So no one knows what the extent of his powers really is. Yeah, you know, he he managed to get up to warlord level without a bounty. doing anything noticed by the marines. <laughs> <laughs> so except for the one thing that he intentionally did to get noticed uh by the marines. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> and Kua's like, "Hey, also another thing, the world government has warned me about the strength of straw hat of the straw hats and their captain Monkey D Luffy. After what happened at Eddie's lobby, guy. they they don't want him doing anything else with with the rest of his existence, and they have sent me here not only to tell you about Crocodile's replacement, but to help you get rid of Luffy cuz he's causing you problems and the world government doesn't want him around. To which uh, Moria foolishly goes, I don't need your help. I'm the strongest there ever is. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I, I. So I don't know if the subtitles phrased it differently. The dub, Kuma says, I wasn't told that I have to help you. Yeah. But I am offering. Yeah. He said like. And uh, <laughs> yeah, of course, Moria turns it down. It's, the whole gist is, hey, we can't lose another warlord and yeah. we're pretty sure luffy could kick your ass yep uh because he's beaten crocodile and es- entered and escaped in his lobby he also defeated god but we don't know about that yeah that seems to just be water under the fucking bridge like <laughs> just while I'm thinking about that entire arc is like has luffy ever gotten credit for fucking anything he's done because he didn't get credit for crocodile he's not he got well I guess he quote unquote has credit for Inya's lobby, but it's still like mis like misinterpreted information. Yeah, and like Skyfi has a whole thing that just no one knows about, really. Nope. <laughs> just us, just us, just uh, and like just us. The t- the the few people who are in on the legend of Skypea. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just three three people and the people up there, <laughs> uh, and. The uh, how many people were in the crew? Frankie wasn't there, so I guess Frankie probably doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey guys, remember when I killed God? They're just eating dinner, and Frankie j- chokes. It's like what? They clearly don't <laughs> fucking tell their stories because like no one knew about Laboon. Yeah, they 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 don't. They sure don't like socialize a lot. This is a critique I have of like post time skip, where I'm like, can Luffy and Robin just have one fucking conversation, please, please? <laughs> 
and you know you'll understand why i feel that way later but for now i'm just like please <laughs> i uh, and it's so clear they just never have they just have an understanding they're all pals yeah, i guess so <laughs> honestly like if it's not on screen i guess it doesn't happen like any important thing <laughs> happens on screen and it's not fucking happening so there's that uh there's my spiel anyways yeah, is that it? I don't think he says what Blackbeard did. He just no. says, like, Blackbeard's the new one. Yep, it's Blackbeard. We we replaced the weakest one with someone of unimaginable strength, presumably. Is <laughs> Crocodile the weakest? Um, I, I, th- I think that's what I'd believe if, if Luffy took him out. Like, I think they, they said something about it, too, didn't they? That he was, like, on the lowest end of the, the Warlords. Probably, I'm trying to think. I think it just depends on who they're up against. Because, like, in a, in, a, in an ocean world, a Sandman has some disadvantages. <laughs> uh, whereas, who uh, who are the other ones we know about? We don't know Duffelingo's p- power. Um, Moria has, you know, his advantages oh, yeah. that are the other one that specifically suited for we're aware of i guess is uh, arlong's dad right they said arlong's dad is a ship guy or no he worked for one he worked on he one. used to yeah and i don't i don't we'll talk about it later <laughs> uh, but they do name drop jinbei yeah um i don't think the thing is i don't know if a character that we know is I'm just going to stop. I just don't know if you know what I know about a certain character. Mm. <laughs> and I, cause I don't know if it's come up, but I feel like it probably did. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the people, there might be someone who knows who the fuck I'm thinking about, but I'm just, I'm just going to not say it. Cause I feel like if you, if you do know and forgot, it'll still be a great reveal later. Um, or it'll just be like, Oh yeah, I knew that. <laughs> Anyways, um, so that conversation happens, and now Moria is going to enter the fight for real. Uh, and he does so by getting in Orz's tummy. <laughs> yep, he's inside of his belly. There's a, there's, a weird, there's a weird part on his zombie stomach that is like looks like fabric, and it just kind of pulls back like a curtain. Yep. And uh, in there is Moria's stupid little head uh, as he... He helps Ors um, by telling him what to do, and uh, in a minute he'll help in some other ways. I don't actually think it happens in this episode. Yeah, the um, but when he is revealed to be inside of his tummy, uh, I like Ors's reaction tum of "Oh, cool! It's like I'm a mech." And then Frankie gets pissed. He's like, "You're not <laughs> a fucking mech. Mechs are made of metal." And he's like doing poses, making do stuff like this and this. <laughs> yeah, because Orz is like, "I'm a robot." Beep boop. And Frank is like, "Fuck you, robot!" Sound like this. <laughs> and he just makes his, his the noises that happen when he flexes, pretty much. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, there's also yeah, when it first happened, he's like, "I hear my master's voice, but I don't know from where." <laughs> And then he, he looks down at his own tummy, and, and uh, he sees him. Um, and he tries to poke at him. He's like, I want to get in there. Yeah. He's like, will you stop it? But then, like, fucking Orz's finger is the size of Moria, who's already not a tiny man. No, Kuma and Moria are about the same size. Yeah, you must be this tall to be a Shibukai. <laughs> yeah, Crocodile's a pretty uh, big dude, too. Yeah, Crocodile's still, like, a man, though. 
He's a tall man. And I'm just doing like a mental roll call. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's not that bad. Maybe it's just those two. <laughs> but anyways, that yeah, so this is now the this is now the fight. Luffy is still not here. We'll figure out his shit later. Uh and yeah, so this is when he's mean to Robin. Because she's like she's like, I'll just crack his fucking neck from here. Yeah. I can just do that. I was getting the range so of excited power, about it. I was so excited. It's so cool that she's like got his like got his head pulled back. And I yeah, it's like her power is just kind of her the limits of her power are whatever convenient at the time. Uh it's one of those situations, but it's fine because she's great. And she goes to do it and it seems to like happen. Like she it ha- like she snaps it, but then we they reveal that he can sw- like switch the himself with the shadow at any point, and he just is behind her now, and then he takes her shadow, and it's just bad all around. Bummer. I think that's a little bit ahead when that happens. Actually, is it? Am I skipping ahead? I think so. Um, I know. Not- I know. Okay. This is that they kind of like they they set up. They they say something because they're trying to get like they're going with Zoro's plan to get uh the salt and like pure basically defeat and purify ores so they oh can, yeah uh, they they think the salt will work yeah so they just need a lot of it so like Usopp runs to to the kitchen to get the salt uh just to be like smushed by ores but yeah ores like swings and seemingly murders Usopp yeah. In the doorway, and <laughs> but a first of a uh, multiple times this happens to Usopp, he is not murdered. He is saved by someone. This time it's Brooke, who, yeah. who has Usopp and a big old bag that says salt on it. <laughs> yeah, in case you weren't sure what it was, you think they just wouldn't keep that around if they knew. I mean, Hogback and Moria can can use it for food. I suppose. And Absalom isn't this- a zombie. He just he just has a fucked up face. Ah, uh, yeah, fuck him though. <laughs> and Perona, yeah, maybe Perona likes salty foods. I can't imagine she doesn't like. It. So I, I imagine her diet is just sugar. Yeah, I was gonna say she probably just has cupcakes. Yeah, yeah, twenty four seven. Cool. Yeah, well, that's how that episode ends. Is with uh, Brooke returning to the group yeah. with uh, his 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 saving of Usopp and his delivery of salt and. I guess Robin's still fine. I don't know when that happens, but spoilers, it happens. Uh, and the battle continues with with uh, Moria making Ors even more strong than he was before. And it just starts basically knocking the shit out of everybody. Yeah. I love Brooke exclaiming that he drank milk, so he's all better, because calcium's good he's like he says like the the magical healing power of calcium i do i do love this where he's like as long as i have milk i can break any fucking bones i need and he like says it directly to the camera and nami's like no that's not true please don't say that like and, uh it's just it just reminds me of there's a plot point in frozen 2 uh, good movie, except for the fact that Olaf says water has memory, and it's kind of treated as like a true thing in this universe. And I'm like, I don't want, I don't want kids to grow up thinking that's true because there's a lot of like fake science that is people make money off of off of that mm, assumption. Yeah. So we're gonna get a whole new fucking wave of uh, 
people who think homeopathy is real because uh, Olaf made a funny goof. Do you, this is a quick aside. Do you know about the history of homeopathy? Um, like how I it got probably started? Have, I probably have heard it once because Ona, Ross, and Carrie have covered it. I don't okay. know if they got deep into the history uh sawbones might have but i don't i can't i don't remember on on the podcast behind the bastards they went into like the origin of homeopathy and it just it came from a guy who had the right idea kind of like the idea behind vaccines is just like take a little bit of chicken pox that's dormant and you put it in someone and then they can't get the regular chicken pox so that's what the guy was like is like you're sick from this thing we'll give you a little bit of this but when it's just so watered down that it's just water Except after he died is when it got, like, all fucked up and weird. Worse. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he fully uh, thought he was helping and, like, was like, oh, a lot I've, of, I've discovered a lot something. Of, a lot of harmful people do. Yeah. <laughs> if I've learned anything from Sotbones, it's they meet, they think it works. Yep. Um, anyway, so Brooke is, at, at least they have the courtesy in this show for Nami to say, no, you fucking idiot. Yep. That's not real. And, Although, and then immediately, maybe, maybe, immediately, though, he's like, he tries to, they're all like posing up and ready. He's He like tries to, he's like, oh God, I can't do anything. <laughs> oh yeah, he just snaps in half. Like he's, he is considerably useless in the, right now. He, he helps a little bit. Yeah. But he's not, uh, he doesn't get to swing at full forces the way he might have. <laughs> Had he not fought Ryuma off screen, also to compare it to the other thing, I don't. Maybe maybe drink milk and then break all your bones is just a little too out there for any kid to believe. I don't know how. I don't. One Piece is like for teenagers, right? Not like babies. Well, here's the thing. Do you remember back when they had credit sequences all those years ago? And uh, there was one where it was very clear. Oh my fuck, I know exactly what you're talking it's, it's about. It's the coolest ending sequence where they're showing off fan art. And they're all very clear. Like, most of them are very clearly from, like, pretty, like, young kids. I'd say, like, 7, 8, 9, 10. There's some that you can definitely tell from, like, breaking in teens and stuff. But I'm sure it's, like, they, a wide I don't remember variety. if they listed ages on those. I don't think, I think they, they might have. But I, I could tell just from, like, art styles. You can tell if it's, like, yeah. a child. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're crude. Anyways, uh, God, you raise a good point. I guess it's all downhill from here. I mean, as a kid, I tried to go Super Saiyan and do Kamehameha waves. Oh, of course. Was it, did that one kid on YouTube ever go Super Saiyan with all the videos he made screaming into the camera? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen what I've posted, but there's a friend of mine who he'll just send like Snapchats of him screaming to Dragon Ball. It's really good. That's good. He, he did one good. recently where he's just screaming Exodia Obliterate. It's real. It's That's fantastic. <laughs> I do. I do. It's such a staple of anime, or at least shonen, to yell. Um, there was a. I so I when I saw Promare today, it was the the second screening that they brought it back after. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's been like a month or so. But uh, they were like, "Stay after the credits for a sing along to our theme song," <laughs> and I was like, "Funny joke trigger." And then they actually did it. <laughs> so there actually was a sing along. Um, but not nobody really sang along. I think I, don't I think it's more likely that someone would yell along with Goku in a theater than <laughs> sing along to Inferno from uh, Trigger. I, I, it's fucked up that there was a single Inferno cop movie in that or a joke in that movie. There also should be an Inferno cop movie. <laughs> there really should be an Inferno cop movie. That's the best thing Trigger's ever made. Nothing will top it. It really is. 
my official <laughs> my official trigger ranking is Inferno Cop, and then probably Promare, and then the Little Witch Academia OVA, and then I'm assuming the net the the, the, the animated the show they did I haven't seen it, and then somewhere way down there it's like oh, this, I don't I don't know anything about Little Witch Academia like the full show. I assume I I've I seen fell asleep s- watching it. I've seen once. some stuff that it's like. Like some, so there's like some small. The only thing I six out remember I was seeing about it is that like the the spooky goth GF character. She's from like the Philippines or something, and the the broom she has is like it has some like the design of it is culturally significant to where her character is from. So that's cool. I don't know if it has like gross anime stuff in it. It, it might. I have no idea. The OVA was good. Yeah, the OVA was great. Uh, but I I know I never sat. Maybe now I'll sit down and watch the show. Now that I've. Rem- like I realized that Trigger can make something good again. <laughs> I just I just feel like Kill a Kill dropped the ball in so many places. But it's been a while, you know. Different different people heading different projects. Uh, not everyone, you know, like the same people who made Ger- like Gurren Logan's pretty good, and then Painting Stockings bad. So like, how do you reconcile those two things? Um. Anyways, this is a show about One Piece. Uh, what fucking One Piece happens? is an anime. It is, yeah. That's the connective thread is anime. Um, the thing about Promare is that it had like a good director with a vision, and I would love for a One Piece movie to have that one day, <laughs> uh, or at least other than Movie Six. Movie Six did. Let us direct a One Piece movie, please. <laughs> no, I would just I before that I would have Genie Tiratowski and Brad Bird each get a movie, and after that there's well, I don't know there's maybe there might be another good animation director I can't think of. <laughs> Our, uh, I mean, Ho- <laughs> Hosta already did one, so... Our One Piece movie would just be, uh... It'd be, like, a two-and-a-half-hour... It'd be Robin and Nami, like, murdering <laughs> shitty men or something. It, that with cuts to, chop, to Chopper just, like, doing something cute. Yeah. <laughs> He's just, just, like... I don't know why I, I enjoy... Here's a thought that I have that I'm feeling down that's just adorable to me. It's, like, Chopper sitting on the floor with one of those, like placemats that look like a town with roads and he's playing with toy cars hell yeah <laughs> i hope this fan out of that chopper is such a good kid uh good boy i love him oh what fucking happens in this episode uh everyone fucking dies yeah um, more nami, nami shows up since more is there they they reveal something kind of important is that the zombies can't feel pain so Usopp like yes. lights uh Ors on fire, and Moria's just like, nah, it doesn't hurt. You just shadow remembers that pain's a thing that, that happens to people, but zombies don't have nerve endings. And he's like, oh, I'm okay. <laughs> Neat. And the, they, they use a, a, a combo attack that's really cool where they destroy a tower so Sanji can kick pieces at Ors. And then, oh yeah, in in the dub, it's called like a Jenga attack. Yeah, and then Robin throws them out of the way so Frankie can like shoot at the the stuff that's flying through the air so it doesn't hurt them. It's pretty good. And uh, so that's that's something is that they can they can hurt him, but they're not going to get like that knockback staggering effect. So it's going to be harder to beat. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just uh. A character with no what's the word I'm looking for like no uh, no no stagger, no you don't get in like yeah. invincibility frames or anything. He's just always moving. Yeah, can't take him back. 
Um, but yeah, they're doing damage uh, until Nami shows up. Oh yeah, Nami does like a giant like lightning thunderbolt on him, which causes him to fall down. Yeah, yeah. So her attack comes in and like before she is revealed to be there, just like yeah. thunder comes in. Uh, she gets to change her outfit, which is pretty good. Um, I like this outfit. It's not a wedding dress. <laughs> and yeah, so her attack, yeah, fucking floors him, uh, which is great. But then she's like, she's on like a ledge, like seemingly out of reach from oars. Uh, and everyone's like, oh, it's Nami's here. Cool. Great. And oars goes to attack her and they're like, oh, well, he can't actually stretch. <laughs> So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. He can't stretch. And then the bridge explodes. He thinks he can stretch. Yeah, and then he fucking does it. Uh, so that's great. They're like, how can he do that? So Moria gives uh, a wild explanation as to why it can do this. It's something. To where he can stretch the shadow. And because of that, uh, the body will like match the shadow? Yeah, so basically he says a, a body and a shadow always have to be one-to-one. For most people, shadows just follow the body. But my power lets me move the shadow and the body has to follow. So he moves Orz's shadow out and the arm stretches with it. Doesn't It just becomes... It doesn't, like, break in half or anything, which is what I feel like it should do. <laughs> like, the body... I don't think the, it makes the body rubber, but for some reason, his power seems to uh, do that for ores. So, um, he also... Does he demonstrate it with the ball here, or is that later? I think they do that, like, right after, just to be like... Fuck you. Yeah. He turns ores into a giant fucking ball, and they roll around, and everyone runs away. And then immediately they're like... And we should probably do the real thing. That yeah, we came here to well, do. I know with the ball, uh, Ors is like, because he, he chimed in a little bit before when Moria was talking. He's like, "Hey, please let me do this fight. Quit, quit butting in on my fight." <laughs> yeah, Ors Ors really wants to to do it himself. Yeah, much like Luffy. Yeah, strange. I wonder if they'll explain Str- why. <laughs> no, probably not. Um. What if Luffy were to meet speaking of speaking of a rolling ball, what if Luffy met some rolling pirates? <laughs> Which is a crew that seems to consist of just three people. Including the Risky Brothers. Who are they? The Fine Bros? No, God, I hope not. Um, <laughs> I was trying to remember, are the Risky Brothers also the 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 two fucking what is it the two like horse people or is that their shadows am i wrong about no they're that? the chipmunks oh that's one it. of them's got the face mask and the buck teeth and yeah you're right he's got the whack here they uh I, um because they sure do uh telegraph at least with these the, this group of people three. these three who's whose shadow is in what body it's strange how they found but like zombies that perfectly match their shadows yeah, it happens. Um, except for like Lola, I guess. Like they, they have she has s- pink hair. They have like similar like statures. I feel like general shape. Yeah, I guess it's mainly just the head. Yeah, is a big work. And the fact head. that she looks funny and asks men to marry her, haha! It's funny because she looks funny. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think Lola's fucking great. Barring that 
weird gag. It's much better with Lola than it is with, well, Lola the human than it is with uh, Lola the zombie. Yeah. I have some thoughts about Lola's shadow being taken and then not fucking in an important zombie. And that's weird, but I guess uh, we'll just, that's a conversation we'll have later. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm working on my, my thesis on how Lola's shadow is stronger than Luffy's because I feel like, I feel like Lola's shadow should have been valued and they just could not get it to listen. And that that's, is inherently more powerful than Luffy's. That's definitely what it seems like was going on because that was not at any point did we see it following the whims of Moria, Hogback, or Absalom. Like the fact that Absalom would say, hey, stop trying to marry me. And she just wouldn't. Absolutely <laughs> refused. Yeah. That is a power that I have not seen any other shadow demonstrate and um it's a little bit later but they do show like the strong resolve that human lola has she's like, vindiction so that she great. has and she mentions how long she's been looking for her zombie which is one weird because like well we've seen them both back to back um but like it's a long time that like that shadow has had to settle and it does not so anyway that's my thank you for coming for my to my ted talk about lola's shadow great <laughs> Um, anyways, so this fight continues? No, wait, we, alright, the fight stopped, now Luffy's meeting the Risky Brothers and Lola, and they are saying, hey, we're gonna help you beat the shit out of Moria by using his power against him. Also, she does, yeah, she proposes to Luffy real quick. Um, (laughs) And I think, even though it's like a gag, I, I, I will say that that does show her resolve. She will just keep asking. They said Luffy was like the four. 4,443rd person or something like that? I think so, yeah. That number is getting up there. Um, Yeah, she just proposes to everyone she meets, and the Risky Brothers keep track of how many no's (laughs) she gets. Yeah, she cares a lot about marriage for some reason. Strange. Anyways, yeah. Surely that won't be an important part of her character at any point. (laughs) She will only be in this arc. They hope to get Luffy back in time. Oh yeah. So they they so the, they've like the powers. Yeah, they said that through all this time spent on this island, they have discovered a way that they can use Moria's power to their advantage. And then there's like, "Hey boys, go get a shadow." And then they, they grab bring a back shadow. a hedgehog. <laughs> they bring just a, a generic silhouette. And then they shove it. They just like hold Luffy down and stab him with it and force it into his body. And then Luffy does some like weird motions and his eyes look different. Like they, they look a little bit more like sallow and like he, get, he gets sunken. He gets bags under his eyes like I have. And uh, <laughs> they're like, so Luffy, Luffy gets years of customer service experience. <laughs> like, so do you feel any different? And like, not really. His voice is a little different. And like, can you use a sword? No. And they get him a sword, and he like does a cool move and cuts down a tree with it. And then I'm like, oh, which fuck. looks cooler than anything Zoro has done. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh fuck, I know exactly what they're gonna do. And then they do what I think they're gonna do. They just gather up a bunch of fucking shadows and start shoving 100. them into him. And they're like, hey. For a normal person, even one shadow might be too much and uh, for someone with a weak resolve. And 
We'll knock him out. But we think you can handle it. And they just start piling them into him. She says like 20 or 30 and then like they do 100. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he retains them all. And he becomes a, a giant blue man. We don't get a full shot of how he looks. We just see he does have like a discolored skin and he's like in the shadows. We don't know if that's because he's in the shadows or if he's just his skin's different. Who 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 could say? <laughs> they uh they say that they 10 minutes until those shadows will leave Luffy's body and go back to their original body and also the fog clears so there's 20 minutes before the sun is up. Mm. And uh they give him a very big sword. And tell him to go fuck up Moria. Yeah, please. And he walks in the wrong direction. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because Swordsman Powers comes with not knowing how to where to go. So this next episode is called the called Straw Hat Crew Annihilated. That's probably good, right? <laughs> that's that's always funny. Now you're watching. I can't wait for the next episode. And then Annihilated. Everyone dies. Yeah, everyone just fucking dies. It sucks. Utter defeat. <laughs> Feels bad. Feel yeah. Uh, so I don't know if I think I'm trying to remember when he drops the phrase "shadow shadow revolution" because it's really fucking great. Because <laughs> uh, he has the shadow shadow fruit, and one of his moves is called revolution. I think it's when he controls the shadow and makes the body follow, mm. but I'm not sure. I just I just want to make sure everyone knows that he says that. And yeah. This episode's more of that fight. Um, Usopp has a big uh, slingshot, and he shoots yep. Brooke out of it. Yep, because he shot um, he shot Frankie out of it earlier, but Frankie didn't. That's fun. He was flying up in the air to get the debris out of the way. This is, and Frankie got like punted into the wall, and Frankie's dead. Um, yeah, he's fucking dead. He died like two episodes ago, I think. Yeah, bummer. He, he just joined the crew too. <laughs> it's wild. They uh He'll come back as a zombie, maybe. <laughs> so while the the what they're planning to do now is they're like, hey, we should uh we we just gotta keep on doing something. And what's um what's going on with this is like this is just, you, you think some something good's gonna happen and then it gets bad. Yeah. Um, so they shoot. They have this big, complicated team attack, which is cool. This, where they, yeah, because this is when we see. Um, this is when we see uh, him, Moria, bully Robin. Because like, what Cho- yeah. Chopper points out that like his arm is weak because he's been um, like he's died of frost. He died of frostbite, so his arm is weak, even if he can't feel pain. And that's going to be the spot where he can still take damage. So that's um, why they they launch fucking Brooke as he's covered in lightning to just spear right through his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, so Brooke's light. They established that. Yep. And so he they gear him up in the big slingshot. Robin uses her arms to like spin him like a football. And Nami electrocutes him. Which is just fun, I think, <laughs> at that point, just to electrify the bone man. Yeah. Um, but he's going sword first, of course. He's a big spear, and he shoots right through that arm and into the wall behind it, and then he dies. So, I mean, it's cool to watch. Mm-hmm. 
It's nice. And but, like, um, we we get scared that he that Orz is gonna do a big punch, but Robin, thankfully, uh, she used her uh, her power to get a hold on Moria, so Moria couldn't do anything with the shadow. Yeah, and that's cool, and definitely ends well. We didn't already have this conversation <laughs> like twenty minutes ago. Uh, uh. yeah, yeah. Moria sends some of his his weird shadow bats to attack her, and then they turn into uh, Moria, just as Robin's about to snap his back and neck. I don't even know, like, Moria's like 90% Where, where neck. does it start, and where does it end? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that man's all neck. He... Just says he's about, she, we think something good's going. He takes her shadow, which causes her to pass out. And he's not, I was like, oh, fuck, is he going to give someone her shadow? I feel like her shadow wouldn't be as much use as, like, everyone else's. Because she's, she's strong through her, like, understand, her, just, like, intelligence and her power. But I feel like if she, like... Was in a fist fight with someone. If she couldn't make ninety fists come out to punch at the same time she did, it might not work out as well. Yeah. So uh, Sanji is is real upset because Mori hurt Robin. So he tries to attack with his big old flaming foot, but it doesn't do anything to uh to Moria. While uh, it's it's interesting to see the whole crew kind of surround one big bad and like they just can't fucking do Yeah. It. He he is a very big bad, which accounts for part of why it's not working out, but it's you know, they gave us hope at first. Yeah. I don't know why I had my hopes up when I saw that. I was like, what is she gonna do, really? Like <laughs> I, I know that she should be able to do more, but like she's Yeah, as her soon bounty's as it- so low. As soon as it happened, I was like, why doesn't she just do this all the time? <laughs> yeah, it's a, she's pretty fucking far away. And it does help, like, stop one attack. Like, she does benefit yeah. the group as a whole. But yeah, then she then he takes her shadow. Uh, so she's knocked out for a while as a result. Um, as we remember from when that happened to other people. Uh, doesn't put her in a coffin. He's a little busy, <laughs> and uh, this is this is so. This is when Chopper discovers the frostbite thing. Yeah, yeah. He because he he's just looking at that wound that Brooke made. I'm assuming Brooke's still in the wall. Yeah, Brooke um, is just lodged in the wall. And then so Sanji and Chopper team up to do an attack on Ors. Yep. Chopper's just teaming up with everybody. Yep. Um, <laughs> Chopper's just like a point five you can tack on to whatever attack you have. Yeah, because this, this is exactly. <laughs> pirate warriors when you have like your teammate that's helping you yeah and um doesn't work out great because ors just kills them both yep so that uh that leaves the the group down to just a few more i I was thinking they were going to do some kind of switcheroo here because when we started thriller bark it was we got usap nami and chopper terrified walking through the island and then we got the rest of them just going through like it's a joke i was like oh they're gonna flip it around they're gonna have like usap and nami take down oars to get luffy shadow back yeah it's a switcheroo there 
but no, it just feels no. bad, sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, this this note on the wiki here says that in one shot, uh, there is blood on Brooke's clothing, which shouldn't be possible. So that's weird. <laughs> Apparently, it's just an animation error in this one. But in the next episode, it's fixed. 372, the battle for superiority starts. Luffy v. Luffy, the movie sweeping the the box office this summer. Luffy versus Luffy, Dawn of Straw Hat. Requiem. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's, you know, it, it starts with, with Zoro doing a big cutty. And doesn't last very long because Orz just fucking knees him into the, into the ground. He just murders him. Yeah, Zoro's dead. That's down to Usopp and Nami. Wish that they were the ones who who uh, brought it home. <laughs> but uh, Usopp shoots all that salt and they, it seems like that's going to do it. Like, it seems like that should, like, it's a clear shot. But Moria breaks some more rules of the human understanding of what Shadow <laughs> should be capable of doing. And... Moria Shadow catches it inside of his his throat, tummy. I don't know. I, you know, when you think about it, yeah, the inside you of your body is just a com- is just complete shadows, right? No, <laughs> no. Shadow is not the lack of light. It is something cast by light. <laughs> Darkness and shadow are different. So right now it. At this point in the show, in in One Piece, if you looked inside, if like Zoro opened his mouth, you could just see everything. You could see all the way down his throat if he was at a right angle, just because he doesn't have a shadow. <laughs> I think that's what they're no! applying here. I'm glad the door shut's registered. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's a. Uh... Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, it, the salt doesn't matter because Moria can just nope. say no to it. But they have they have like an extended sequence of ores being like, oh no. The shadow's yeah, leaving my body. It's drawn out. And then it doesn't matter. See, what I was expecting right before they revealed, of course not, that that's not going to work, was that it's like. Too easy. Was that Moria was going to reveal, actually, I can just become Oars. And <laughs> just gets big himself. Like <laughs> That's not far off from what happens. <laughs> yeah. So that doesn't work. <laughs> and he tries to now finish off Usopp and Nami. But something something doesn't let Oars do it. It's a, it's a blue blur. Oh shit, it's Sonic the Hedgehog! <laughs> Sonic, he's here. He's our friend! The newest straw hat, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> one piece. Surely there's art of him with his fucking straw hat, and like Amy's got an orange, and uh, Shadow has three swords, I'm gonna guess. Oh, this is the art of him dressed like Luffy, stretching his arm to grab a chili dog! <laughs> knuckles could be zoro though knuckles or shadow oh i found i found a a thing 
right here. This is art of them as members where uh, it looks like, okay, it's all how you could imagine for most of the characters. I don't know who Tails is supposed to be, though. Oh, Tails is Usopp. Okay, that makes sense. That does make sense. I, the only one that's like weird to me is Shadow as Sanji and uh, Brooke as Silver. <laughs> it's no use! Yeah, I mean, there's only so many characters in, in uh, also if you, Sonic. Also, if you don't go to images... Is Omega Frankie? Uh, that's uh, the crocodile. What's his name? Vex? V- uh, Vector? Vex? Vector? Yeah, one of yeah. them. He's the crocodile. That kind of makes sense, too. He's, they have a robot. Yeah. Uh, Rouge is uh, Robin. Sure. Also, if you just Google Anyways. Sonic the Hedgehog One Piece and you don't go to images, the first result is uh, Target Sonic the Hedgehog Women's One Piece Swimsuits. God, that's good. Question. Uh, it's weird that Rouge has the same... Like, she fits R- Robin's aesthetic better and, and like, Amy or, or Cream could be Nami. But Rouge is the steely one. Yeah, that's what I think. I think you got to go it's with the, up. The, the 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 more the most the the earlier woman has to be Amy. I think is what their what their logic is going. That tracks to. I, I do think with just how the characters act, except for the steely part, I think it's good assignment. But make make Nami no yeah. As long as like Chopper's a Chow, I think it's fine. Chopper's like a little fox guy that I don't recognize. Chopper should be a Chow though. Damn. All right. Well, this great diversion has uh, <laughs> added much lore to my mind for both of these programs. It's Nightmare Luffy, not Sonic. I lied to you all. Oh, it's fucked up. You it's, tricked me. I watched Luffy. these episodes and I thought it was Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what's your reaction to old Nightmare Luffy? I love Nightmare Luffy. <laughs> I great. Think it's really cool. I like the name Nightmare Luffy. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a fucking FNAF character. <laughs> to me, it just sounds like... So, were you ever into Mugen? No, I'm familiar with it now in my old age. Okay. When I was... Twitter memes? When I was an early teen, like 13, I had Mugen, and I'd spend hours just looking for characters, and my f- my favorite things were just the characters that were like Super Saiyan 11 Nightmare God Ancient Superpower Goku. So that's what it reminds me of is just you throw Nightmare on. You, I get download a character. It's like it's Ryu from Street Fighter, except he's full black. Oh, he's cool. Nightmare Ryu. Yeah. Which is weird because that's like a canon character in like the new Street Fighter, isn't it? Just, evil Ryu. Yeah. Evil Ryu is just real now. Yeah. It's fucked up. People have been doing this shit for free for how long for them to just say, yeah, no, it's real now and, and it costs you $5. And I just, I liked when I looked up Nightmare Luffy to send someone a picture that uh, one of the, one of the first pictures is him mixed with his like big scary arms that I've seen from newer art of Luffy. So Nightmare Luffy is a popular thing, apparently. Wild. There was a comment on Funimation asking if... Hey, is this going to stick around? Is this a form he's going to get to keep? And it's like, what makes you think that this shadow-driven power is going to stick around? Mori's going to join the crew? I doubt it. There's a lot of, like, we've we've had some people who are not nice to join the crew before. <laughs> I don't think Mori is going to be one of them. And I'm out here saying that, like, 
Redacted might join one day, and everyone's clowning on me for it. <laughs> you know, I Anyways. you know you're right. I do think Dragon is going to join the the crew. <laughs> <laughs> I I will stand you on that one. Whatever that means. Right. Whatever the kids say. <laughs> I we we stand a, a theory. <laughs> yeah, so, a stand theory. So this is just like um. I'm going to compare the end of this to the end of the not very good Dragon Ball GT where at the end of that they do a, they do a fusion and then they just kick the shit out of the bad guy for the next 10 minutes and that's what that's what Luffy does. He does beat the shit out of Oars like it's not even close. Yeah, he just <laughs> fucking This was this was me hooting and hollering and it was fucking great. This is this is so good. Like he just he saves Usopp and Nami just as Nami thinks all of her friends are dead and that she is dead next. And then he he just like he's like, no, I'm Luffy, and then beats the shit out of Oars forever. No, I'm Luffy. <laughs> like that is that our new is that your new One Piece handle? Just no I'm Luffy. Your your Twitter handle, I think I said One Piece. I'm updating my my Twitter name right now. No, I'm Luffy. There can only be one. Okay, there we go. It's gonna be this episode is gonna be out like at least a week after, so you're just gonna have to wonder why. <laughs> why did I? Uh... <laughs> no, I'm Luffy. So, so that's I mean that's the whole episode, right? Just beating the shit out of him. Yes. There's some. I mean, it's cool. Yeah, while Lola's being like, "Hey, you got to get the straw hats to safety." Oh yeah, like when yeah Lola and the the risky bros fan out and nami's like the fuck are they doing are those zombies and then she goes down and it's fine there's like no there's no tension whatsoever and like luffy like he cuts through and like beats the shit out of mori as well and then he just keeps beating him up and it seems like everything's good all the shadows are getting out of luffy but uh it's good we did it and then uh, arc over. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Yeah, and then the the next episode uh, preview gives you the conclusion arrives. Deliver the finishing <laughs> blow. And you're like, all right, it's done. We're done. <laughs> We're yeah, finishing I mean, up here. We are technically speaking close. Uh, three seventy three is titled that the conclusion, the finishing blow, and um, after we rewatch uh, a, a five minute version. Of Luffy beating the shit out of Oars and then losing all of the shadows. Uh, and then he becomes immobile as a result of losing a hundred shadows. We uh, we see that Sunrise is still coming close. And people are like, hey, the well, the shadows aren't back yet. What what do we do now? Shit. Because like, Oars is completely down. Moria's knocked out because he was inside of Oars. Yeah. Getting that beating just as the same. But the shadows haven't... Re- turned moria seems unconscious like and later he says i'm awake spoilers he's awake again but the shadows don't automatically go back at this point which is weird yeah i feel like with any other devil fruit they're they're kind of their effect dissipates when they've been beaten yeah so they're they're like oh you gotta you gotta force him to get the shadows out (laughs) sure why not we got another two episodes of this Let's do it. Uh, and so he, Lola's there. She's like, oh, I really hoped Straw Hat was going to do it, but I guess we'll just wake up 
Moria and do and like you know hold his feet to the fire and threaten him with that again. I I don't really know what their goal yeah. is here. The sun is up in like ten minutes. Yeah. So uh, they they get back up and they're like, ah, oh, fuck. We got we got to do something to get him. And I love I love what they do here. This is like. I love that in One Piece we get to see everyone do cool stuff, and we also get to see them like do a cool team thing that does something. Yes, like like, like we were saying earlier with them knocking down oars and everything, but this is every single Straw Hat, and they're like they're like happy to do this. Like they were all knocked out dead, just like in defeat, and then Luffy comes by and they're just all re-energized. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a it's a powerful energy, and Luffy, yeah, Luffy can't move. He like wakes up at some point. Oh, I actually I remember when. But uh, so Ors starts to stand up. Yeah, and that's like, oh shit, oh fuck, oh no. And Lola starts looking around. They're all like, we're fucked as shit. <laughs> and Lola's looking around, and the Rolling Pirates are looking around. And they're like, wait, the Straw Hats are just gone. Where'd they go? Did they run away? And <laughs> We're all like, haha, no, why would they ever do that? Have they ever run away ever? Not, not, uh... Not, I mean, Logetown, they didn't even really mean to. They yeah, just I think did. Anytime they've, like, fled is because it's like, we gotta get to a better vantage point kind of thing. It's what the, the vibe is. It's not, oh no, we gotta get away. Yeah. Anyways, I'm, I'm thinking too far ahead now. And they, so, so they, yeah, they, they re-show back up and they're like, they're in position, and there's this huge revelation. Like, they were just re- getting ready for round two. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, the fucking best music track in the show is playing. So good. I know. I thought it was really funny how Luffy said, "Hey, Robin, can you make some footholds for me?" And then she literally makes feet holds. And yeah, she puts feet on the wall in something that I'm sure has awoken something inside of a viewer at some point. Seeing Robin be able to make multiple feet come out of a wall. It's a lot of feet. <laughs> it's a lot of feet. It's a lot of feet because she'll put out two that cross as a one of, foothold. A lot of bare feet. the entire feet. thing. Yeah, they're all bare feet too. She, doesn't, she can't generate shoes even though she wears them. <laughs> it's fucked up. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, so that does happen. Uh, yeah, so Luffy has a plan based on who is able to move. And the answer is everyone. Uh, but Luffy's plan is like, Robin, make me some footholds. Brooke, carry me. Yeah. So Brooke's light enough to run up these footholds <laughs> and get to the top of the fucking mountain or castle. Same thing. Chopper and Sanji are running somewhere. Chopper, unfortunately, I think does the least here. But like, he ends up giving like a speech on science. I think the way that... They're doing that is that Chopper somehow like orchestrated this and like ex- somehow brain linked explained it to them because <laughs> there's no way yeah. anyone else in the crew except for maybe Robin would know that this is something, especially not like Zoro. <laughs> Zoro just doesn't attack. I don't think anyone had to tell him anything. <laughs> yeah. But so I think it starts with Frankie setting something up with Usopp. Like that's the first thing that like affects. The oh that oh no Nami acts first. Yeah. Uh, Nami makes it rain. Yep. She just puts a bunch of one dollar bills over oars. 
and also rain. And uh, Frankie blows open this wall and uses a big, I guess it's just here. We just have to accept that this is here. The It's a cannon that shoots cold air. And, um, I uh, think I think what he did is it was just an empty cannon, and he like hooked up his vent through it, so like he shot air. Out. Oh, so he just he just made it happen. Yeah, <laughs> it happens pretty quick. But anyways, he shoots cold air out, and it freezes Orz's legs. And I think Zoro attacks before this, but I'm not seeing it. So no, no, I guess it's later. So the, what happens next is Sanji. Uh, there's a bunch of chains that we've seen a bunch of times on this big wheel. And Sanji, like, kicks it down so that way it wraps around Oars and, like, traps his upper half, like, in it. And I think, so is that when Zoro attacks? Wasn't Zoro help oh, no. launch Luffy? Yeah, Luffy's throned first. Yeah. <laughs> they get to the very top of the mast and Brooke's like, are you sure this is going to be okay? And Luffy's like, yeah, I made a rubber. It's fine. Throw me. So he does. Oh Just yeah! Fucking tosses the boy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, he he can't walk, but he can use gear third, and he uses bone balloon to yeah. to get real big arms, which you already know where this is fucking going. It's great, <laughs> but he has a wild fall. And before then, uh, Zoro attacks uh, attacks his big tummy of ours. Sanji it says Sanji tightens the chains. Yeah, so they threw chains around him. As part of the setup, and they, like, tightened them on him. And oh, yeah. I just didn't remember that Sanji did it. And then they, uh... Chopper explains why. <laughs> yeah, Chopper is a fucking... Because he, he's a doctor, he understands anatomy. He explains that his... The, the spine isn't straight. The way your spine is shaped, especially the auras, is just that... So your body can, like, handle impacts and stuff. But... With what they're doing is they're straightening it so that when it takes an impact, it's, it's going to take the full effect. And uh, Luffy does a, a giant bazooka with his big old balloon arms in to snap his fucking spine. It's so good. It's like, so satisfying. This whole sequence, top to bottom, seeing their teamwork, seeing Luffy finish off oars and it like work. So good. So fresh. I mean, that's it. <laughs> then they do it. He yep. fucking dies, and everyone's like, holy shit, this, this rules. They draw attention to Sindri and Lola, or uh, Warthog Zombie Lola, watching it happen. Lola carries the unconscious corpse of Absalom. Um, I say corpse, he's unfortunately not dead yet. And so now as everyone's cheering, we see Luffy is... is Dealing with his side effects of your third of shrinking back down. <laughs> now, the thing is, like, the zombie doesn't feel pain, but you shatter his spine, he's probably not going to get back up. Yeah, like, you can't, if you don't have, if you don't have bones, you can't really move. If, if your house doesn't have walls, it's not going to stay up. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> you learn that the hard way. And, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's it. The the reveal now is that we just need to get the shadows back from Moria. Just gotta talk some sense into him, and oh, he's awake. Yeah, surely he'll respond well. <laughs> this, I uh, he's mad about Luffy, and he says, "Aren't we all?" He said, "Never." <laughs> 
he says something um really weird that the new world is very dangerous and that there's no way Luffy would uh or the straw hats would be able to survive on there basically and like it's, sure yeah it's, it's, it's tough to see it's, uh, it's the new world is scary so he's mm-hmm. like so i'm just going to kill you now so you don't have to deal with it <laughs> that's nice of him <laughs> they should be thanking him uh so what he does is slurp up every shadow yep <laughs> It, I mean, it worked for Luffy. All of them. So clearly the man who is all shadow <laughs> can slurp up some and get even buffer. This raises a great question that I, we actually kind of posed on a previous episode. So he does this dramatic thing where he counts off how many shadows he's slurping in. Yep. Uh, we made a big deal about how Ors was 900 and wondering why, like, was that the max number? <laughs> oh, he yeah. He gets a thousand shadows. And I... Do not know why he had a like. Well, actually, you know what? If he had a, he, if he had nine hundred zombies and the rolling pirates had a hundred shadows, that does make sense. I take it back. <laughs> Did the math in my head on that one? I was gonna say there has to be a. I, I would imagine if does he have a reserve? The zombies that I would imagine that aren't like numbered would be like Sindri. I doubt is numbered, and I doubt any of Perona's zombies are numbered. I just kind of got the impression that they were all numbered. Like, Hogbank was just signing his name every fucking time. It's like, all right, that's how many I've done now. Or maybe but I could be, I don't know. just the 900th, and he was a big deal. And they're like... And they kept going. Yeah. That's, that's probably it. <laughs> you know? Whatever works. I'm not picky. Uh, with Shonen. And that's, well, that's not true. I am picky <laughs> with Shonen, but... Explanations, not a big deal for me, especially in One Piece. <laughs> Anyways, Moria gets a thousand shadows in his big stupid mouth, and uh, this next episode is when they're going to fight. Luffy and Moria. Luffy He's... finally decides to use second gear. <laughs> I, uh, I I do like Moria's... He, the technique is called Shadows Asgard. That's a really cool It's a cool name. name. Yeah. It looks that, like... You know what I was thinking through through this last chunk of episodes is like, I'm sure I'm glad to see the Straw Hats win, but I don't feel like a satisfaction that Moria's getting beat. I feel like a hogback is more satisfying getting the shit kicked out of him than like Moria. Because Moria's just kind of like a bad guy. Moria hasn't been driving a lot of our strife the way yeah. that everyone else has. Like Absalom and Hogback were like, you know Shitty men. Yeah, and Moria's just enabling them. Yeah. And, like, taking shadows from our friends. That's a bummer. It's also coming off of uh, the arc with the worst fucking asshole ever imaginable, so... <laughs> There's that, yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, and... I don't know, it's like, also... Moria's ultimately defeated by his hubris. Yeah. Like, this fight's pretty good. Like, Luffy goes second gear, and then he does third gear while doing second gear which is cool um really nice to combine those he turns himself into a big fucking orb that he just juts himself into uh moria's big stupid gullet (laughs) um actually that i'm skipping one thing i think i'm skipping the black box yeah which is just like 
Luffy, it's that point in the arc where Luffy's not going to be taken down. <laughs> yeah, like, he puts, he, he makes a box around Luffy that's all shadow and, like, punches him and steps on it for, like, an extended period of time. And then Luffy's fine anyway and does gear third and uh, becomes Orb Man. Yeah, Orb Man, when he hits him big in the in the tummy, he starts to spit out some of those shadows. Yeah. Like, he he can't exactly maintain all of, all a thousand of them. So it's, it, he just starts, they just start slipping and they realize, all right, well, if I do this enough times, I'll spit out all of them probably. Um, and he does it again. And this time he's like holding it back, like through his mouth. And, uh, yeah, and everyone just kind of starts talking to their shadows, and by, I, actually, I think, does Lola start it? Yeah, I thought with what she was doing here, she's just, like, trying to coax her shadow out, because Moria's struggling to keep him in. Yeah, and, and I, Lola... Everyone starts to, like, join in with her. Yeah, because I know Luffy does it at some point, but I feel like Lola starts it, even though I don't... She does. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just, I, I missed it. I was like, I think she does it before Luffy, but those are the, she does. I just missed it in the wiki. Yeah, and Luffy just keeps beating into him. Like, this is great and dramatic and cool to watch. There's just, um, we're just, there's only so much to say about this episode. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's like a huge, it's like a on the edge of your seat kind of thing. Like, is it going to happen? Yeah, yeah, or, like, which, one, like, which one's going to be gonna, the one? Yeah, or how is it going to happen? Like, what's going to cause it to burst? Is something going to interrupt and they're going to have to drag it out longer kind of thing? Yeah, um, um, and what happens, what escalates this, is uh, Luffy knocks Moria into the main tower of Thriller Bark, and uh, that tower collapses onto Moria, right on his big stupid tummy, and he he just can't take it anymore. The shadows <laughs> are escaping. And uh, as, it says here that Moria warns Luffy again about the new world, Yeah, it's just going to be like real tough there. Passing out. And it's like, you're the second Shishibu guy he's beaten. What are you talking about? Not to not to discredit the difficulty jump of the new world, but <laughs> yeah, he's beaten two Shishibu guy now. And either, I mean, maybe they were the weakest two. Who could say? But uh, he warns him about that, and then yeah, he's like shooting all of the shadows up into the air in a big, weird purple black beam. Uh, but also the sun is rising. And now it's a race to will they, will will the the shadows return in time before the sun obliterates everyone's bodies? Um, and notably, no one seemed like everyone just stands there and takes it. Yeah, there there was a there was a spot I remember where Lola like the side of her head catches on fire, and her crewmates are like, "Hey, get down!" But she won't. <laughs> she's like, "No, I'm she's I'm not she scared." She's steadfast. And, like, it ends with uh, Luffy, Zoro, Robin, and Sanji on fire. And I understand that there's a, the fear that is setting in in the scene. But it, sh- it it is somewhat comedic for Zoro to be standing there in Zoro pose with just the top half of him on fire. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a sudden thing, too. It's, it's real funny. Uh, so that, yeah, that's the, that's the big cliffhanger that, uh, maybe all of our main characters will just fucking go up and smoke. Uh, and then surprise, it's fine. There's really, like, there's nothing that changes in the next episode, it's just fine. 
they they just take a while to get to it. They show a bunch of different people getting their sh- their shadows back, and there is notably one... not like not thriller bark. It's just like yeah. random ass ships across the seas. There is one that I think is notable where there's there's a there's a maid lady with a broken oh, plate in front of her, and the shadow she gets her she. She breaks it because she got her shadow. She like notices her shadows back, and she's like shocked. And then her bo- her who we can assume she is noticed like her, her reflection actually, oh. which I forgot was a thing that oh. they didn't have. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I forgot that because that like Brooke reveals that in the very beginning, and then it oh yeah never fucking comes up again. I uh, oh yeah, that's right. And she's like, I I, I hate plates. He's like, it's, don't 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 worry about that. It's okay. I'm I'm glad you're okay. This is a cause for celebration. I don't care about the plates. And then I I don't know. I don't know if the setup was just supposed to be a some a lady who hates plates, and that's why Sindri hates plates. I'm going to look at it as Hogback for his perfect ideal woman wanting to get a shadow of someone he saw as subservient, like a maid. That, I mean, that does track. So. There's also another one, which is weird. Uh, doesn't seem to be mentioned here in the in the long summary or in the trivia section. Um, I don't think that this would be in the dub and not in the sub. Could be. Uh, but uh, the first captain, like the pirate crew that like gets his shadow back first. Um, this random nobody pirate. He says, "Does that mean somebody beat Gecko Moria? I heard he could go toe to toe with Kaido." Oh yeah. And I'm like, they "There's no that- fucking way Moria went toe to toe with Kaido ever." They-, they said that, and he's like a four admiral, four general, or something. He's like one that. of the emperors. Yeah. Yeah, emperors. So I think that's the first mention of Kaido that we've gotten. I'm sure that's not important. I'm sure he's nobody. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Thought I'd bring that up. I noticed it. Uh, it caught my fucking ear uh, a couple days ago watching this, and uh, or maybe yesterday watching this. I don't remember when I finished this watch through. This is our last episode of the of this of this chunk, by the way. Um, but yeah, that's that's the first third of the episode. Really, is people getting their <laughs> yep. shadow back, and uh, and there's a line. Uh, then we see the straw hats all get theirs, and it's fine. There's no tension. Yep. Um, Robin's like, I thought I was going to heaven, and Sanji's like, Yeah, I, w- I love it. He- you're an angel or some shit. I'd go to know. heaven with you. Sure, bud. I would gladly die if it meant I was with you, Robin. <laughs> I mean, same. It's like Sanji's dub voice in Funimation's fine, but I'm just like enamored by his four kids' dub voice at all times. <laughs> uh, I well, please step on me, Robin. <laughs> I, I would angel. Love, I'd like love a weird to have uh, accent. He, he has the Joey Wheeler accent. Yeah. I'd I'd also love uh, if just the Funimation dub, but they kept Usopp and Sanji's voice actors <laughs> from Four Kids. They call him Zolo still, so because fucking just how Usopp sounds. I Whoa! feel like yeah, he just sounds like oh no, and he fucking does the Pledge of Allegiance. Or no, it's the uh, <laughs> starts thanks 
Star Spangled Banner. That's it. Oh, say it's so bad. It's so uh, God. I hope everyone here has seen it. I hope everyone who listening to this podcast. I mean, friendly recording just for me. Uh, <laughs> hey, call back. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, call, uh, long, long time listeners of the last two hours will remember. Um, we we have like retweeted or tweeted it out every year. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we yeah we've been doing this for a, a long enough. So hopefully everyone knows. Uh, follow our Twitter. We are watching OP and uh, look for the four ki- the stars of four kids uh, doing the Star Spangled Banner. It's it's a blessing. Anyways, I mean that's it. Uh, there's some like so Luffy's unconscious for the rest of this episode. He's he's shrunk down. He had a he he pushed himself way too hard. He's out. Um and a lot of people are kind of talking about like hey is is Luffy going to be okay? Is he going to have to push himself this like harder and harder every time we do this? They're really like this started in in this lobby. They really stress like how much Luffy will do before he just kills himself to do a big attack. Uh and it I mean it's just kind of talked about for a while in this scene. And we also see Hogback and Absalom wake up and just leave, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I mean it's it really just confirming to us that they are alive. Unfortunately. Um we also see the old the old injured man again. He shows up and we have the same joke where Chopper thinks he's a zombie. He's like, "No, I'm just an old injured man." And uh, I love, I love this phrase where one, his name's Spoil, which is fucking weird, but Lola recognizes him because he's part of the Thriller Barks Thriller Bark Victims Association. <laughs> Their honorary president. Yeah, the chairman, chairman of the board of Shadowless Fucks. <laughs> And uh, they're like, oh, I'm so glad that I conveniently was there to tell you to fight Moria. And I'm, of course, connected to everyone else who is important in this arc. Yes. And um, anyways, Lola proposes to every straw hat. And they all say no. That's significant because it's five at once. And uh, they're like, thank you for saving us. And Zoro's like, well, I mean, we were going to do it anyway for our own shadows. It just happened to benefit you. <laughs> <laughs> and they're and Nami's like fuck you. If they're thankful, they might pay us. Uh, yeah. Which, which does seem to benefit. It does seem like Lola knows where some treasure room is. Uh, but they say Moria's treasure room, which I'm pretty sure they already have that shit. If I'm following correctly, like I'm pretty sure that like that's what Perona got. Yeah, I think so. So I don't, who knows? Uh, but uh, Nami also remembers about Kuma. Yep, he's still there. He, uh, he he pops up and she's like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you guys about this guy. <laughs> He's here. Oh yeah. By the way, a, uh, a, a an instant transmission bear is here to fuck our shit up. And uh, as she is remembering that, we, we, we start to overhear Kuma sitting up on top of this tower that's been knocked over. Listening to a, to a transponder snail saying, yep. Kill all the straw hats. Just fuck them up to shit. It's a special and mission. Yeah, it's a special mission just for him. And he's like, well, okay. Whatever you say, boss. And the that's scary. Uh, Nami starts to tell everyone, like, hey, 
this is the I was about to tell you guys. Just remembered. Whoopsie. Uh, he's gonna kill all of us now. And I think is it Lola that recognizes him and calls him the tyrant. Yeah. Cool. Nami's like, hey, uh, he could make people disappear. (laughs) If you know what I mean. Uh, I mean, he touches them and they no longer (laughs) are in front of us. Who knows what that means, really? And yeah, his powers are something else. Uh, Whatever they may truly be, I'm not entirely sure, honestly. And he, he takes his gloves off. He's got these little pobs on him. It's adorable, really. Yeah. And he teleports down. And oh yeah. So the so the the transponder snail's like, all right. This is bad press if Moria's been defeated at this time. Um so no one don't tell anybody. Doesn't get credit for this one. Uh <laughs> Luffy doesn't. And Kuma is now needs to murder literally everyone on Thriller Bark. Um, yeah, because they said something about it being like uh, trouble. It was trouble enough replacing Crocodile. Uh, yeah, we'll keep Moria's not dead, right? He's still breathing. Uh, we'll we'll say he's still one until we figure something out. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll stick it out for now. He didn't necessarily break any world laws the way the Crocodile did. Although I feel like the zombie shit should probably. <laughs> but hey, you'd think you'd think. Uh, anyways, um, yep, so they're terrified, and they're all like, oh, shit, we just beat Moria, barely. And, like, Luffy's, like, unconscious on the ground. He's not waking up anytime soon. After the last time he'd been in Shishibokai, he was out for, like, three days. So, and this one's, he's done harder stuff since then, and this is harder than that. Because this is a shonen anime. Things just progress that way. Yes, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Nami just says that. It's very weird, actually. Uh, but Zoro squares the fuck up anyway. Yeah, he's like, I'll, I'll take you on. It's pretty cool. Nami explains how his uh, powers are terrifying. And uh, Lola's crew starts, like, he teleports down to the ground where everyone is. Lola's crew starts to go at him. And he puts his pob on one of them. And it shoots some sort of force wave through like five of them and just knocks them all back, leaves a trail through the ground where it was. And then he just teleports next to Zoro and the episode ends. How yeah. do you feel? So I sure hope the straw hats can get out of this one. Um, I, I was going to go into this with a theory on what I thought his power was. And then the next episode preview named his power. I was like, oh, never mind. What did they name it as? It's like the pawpaw fruit. Okay, well, I, that's the thing from Kingdom Hearts, right? <laughs> yep, that's the thing. That's the thing you split with your, your GF, right? Yeah. What I was thinking is he's glowing with light. He can make things disappear and he can teleport. Maybe he has like the opposite of what Blackbeard has. He has some kind of like light manipulation fruit so he could like you make things disappear he can move like super fast through light reflection i don't know made sense in my brain and then they're like (laughs) oh no he has giant fucking bear paws and his his fruit is named after bear paws that doesn't necessarily dictate what they mean though yeah (laughs) i do like your theory though it's it's an interesting poll 
That's the other thing I think is like he could bend light so it looks like they're gone, but they're not. That's why, because he's not just going to fucking kill Perona right there. I know this just because that's not going to happen. And uh, you have a post time skip figure for her. I do. <laughs> yes. Uh, she's brought back to life as a zombie. <laughs> oh, okay. that's, her, that's her sister, Perlona, actually. <laughs> Uh yeah um who I sure hope they get out of this one and then they <laughs> yeah. do every time uh but oh, how the fuck they're gonna get out of this one yeah no this is this, this they're getting pushed further and further which is why the show is good um after we do our our plugs that we do every month I will ask uh Jory their theory on how the Straw Hats will get out of this one and uh, how we will wrap up Thriller Bark as a whole because our next episode will be doing. Exactly that, watching through to uh, 381 is the end of Thriller Bark. Only six episodes next time in, in January. Our first episode of the new year, not yet to the new world. <laughs> uh, you, can, you, can, you can speed up our travels by donating on Patreon. But, but yeah, uh, I, I will turn the floor over to you, Jory. Where could people find you on the internet? You find me on Twitter at, at NoImJory. That's where I'm going to be, you're going to be seeing my constant stream of conscious that doesn't make any sense. And you might laugh, or not, I don't know. You don't have to follow me, so it's not like you're required to if you like the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm still not, not I'm still dad. not like grasping with the fact that people follow me because they like my shows and be like, who the fuck is this person? And I'll look at who they're following, and it'll be like you, the Orange Groves, Wheels, VRE, got it memorized. I'm like, oh, well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do other podcasts, but uh, Citizen Hank, you can listen to the first season. That's about the first season of King of the Hill with different guests. Joe's on a couple episodes. Uh, the Working on figuring out the, the next chunk of episodes for that. My other podcast, Casual Wrestling Fan Podcast, uh, we're trying to figure out what the fuck we're going to do because our schedules are different than they were a month ago when... I'm not working at uh, eight to five Monday through Friday full time job anymore, and Cameron's working a, a job that has like weird hours. So not only do we not are we not able to watch all the wrestling we want, uh, it's harder to figure out like how we're gonna record or what we're gonna record. Uh, by the time this is out, I imagine we should at least have recorded our uh, our own death blurt. Which is us every year watching the worst ever WWE branded pay-per-view, December to December 2006. One that is known for having a good match and the rest just being almost unwatchable. And people had to pay money for it. And you can listen to them watch it every year for free. Yeah, right here on the Orange Groves Network. Theorangegroves.com It's great. It's a great place to be. Uh, there's a lot of shows on it. Some of them are mine. Some of them are not. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. And you can listen to my other podcasts at the aforementioned theorangegrubs.com. Uh, BB&B is, is starting to wrap itself up. We did that 10-hour episode. I don't think uh, that would have been out when we recorded last, so I'll plug it now. I, it, we, we, I don't even think you had record. No, you did record it. Yeah, because we recorded so. this. I like you. Yeah, you recorded it like two... Like, we recorded the last episode like three days before I went to Michigan. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. I'm con- we recorded it in October, uh, released it after Extra Life. Thank you for coming to Extra Life. If you did, um, it was great. 
Uh, I unfortunately fell asleep, so Jory had to play One Piece by themselves. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was playing One Piece, and then Riley came over, and I was just like, hey, this level sucks because Wiper's in it, but you can't fucking play as Wiper because I played that level. Oh, yeah. Because I just went through what what you were at in <laughs> the story yes. mode on your Switch. <laughs> yeah, my I haven't played my Switch version as much, um, so I don't have everything unlocked. Uh, so I did... But- I did uh, the Jaya and Skypea for you. Nice. So. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Yeah. So, so thank you so much for coming out. Uh, it was a blast. Um, the orange grows. will we're, we're thinking of some other charity streams to do in the future. Uh, but, uh, I was trying to plug bed bath, uh, BB and B bed bath and B is what you'll search on your podcast app. You can also find it at the orange com. Uh, but it's, it's this weird, show bionicles right it originally was about bionicles (laughs) and then i ended the bionicle talk forever and riley and i kind of spiraled into this arg story that's kind of a commentary on content creation i think i think i I could write a think piece on how it pairs well with interstitial season two uh in terms of just letting things end uh, but it will end soon once everyone solves the rest of the clues. Uh, and but we did the ten-hour episode. Uh, just we put on microphones and could not turn them off until we uh read all of the available Boruto uh wiki anime synopsis. So we did 132 episodes as of uh that week. Uh, <laughs> took took ten hours. Um, and uh, we have released an episode since then with a big puzzle don't know if it'll still be going when this episode actually comes out but um the episodes are still going to be there even if the puzzles have been solved so i recommend listening to it bed bath and b on just the letter b on uh on your podcast app and uh that's that's that on that uh you can support this show on patreon at patreon.com slash we are watching op um our our current existing goal is to uh it's at currently at 100 uh to uh to to get two episodes a month um and that would that'll be possible by paying an editor so <laughs> it's uh it, it definitely uh is is going back into the show but that's that's up there our twitter is also we are watching op well, let me pull this up let me thank our patrons for uh for december uh thank you to adam andrew clueless wanderer damian jay harkins cat Another person named Kat, uh, Kyle, Martin, Peter, Stella, Stephen, and Riki the Dirty Kid. Um, thank you. Shout thank out to you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it means a ton that you like this show enough to uh, pay money to suggest that we do it more. <laughs> bold, it, it, bold choices. It makes, it makes me feel like I'm doing something right. Yeah. It helps motivate me in this time of... I'm not currently working a full-time job. Well, now we're going to make Jory do something that is wrong because uh, I'm going to ask you what you think is going to happen next time. What do you? How do you think Thriller Bark is going to end? The, the next six episodes are it. How do you think it's going to wrap up? Go. Well, uh, they're all going to they're all going to one by one step up to try and fight Kuma, and it's not going to work. And then. Uh, then out of nowhere, a fireball is going to fly through, and Ace is going to be like, why the fuck were you talking about me to Nami? And he's going to beat up Kuma and save the Straw Hats. And then 
Luffy's going to wake up and be like, damn, how'd we get out of there? And everyone's going to be like, Ace. He's like, my brother Ace? Man, I wish I could have fought him. I'm tired of always, I'm tired of him being better than me. I'm, g- I'm going real uh, generic shonen here. <laughs> I've, I've, well, I've been emotionally moved by this, uh, <laughs> by this fan fiction that Jory has written for me. <laughs> and I hope you all have been too, dear listeners. Um, but we'll figure out what, how much of that is true and how much of it is bullshit uh, next month on the next episode if we are watching One Piece. And until then! Well then. To me! To be continued. Welcome to They, Them, Theirs, a monthly non-binary discussion podcast. We're here, we're queer, let's talk about it. My name is Joe. And my name is Rain. We're non-binary, and once a month we sit down and we talk about gender. 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 (laughs) We talk about our experiences with gender expression, pronouns, and other parts of the trans and non-binary experience. We also talk about a lot of anime and music that we like and relate to. And our cats. Yeah. You can listen at theorangegroves.com or search They Them Theirs on your podcast app of choice. Until next time, take care, and remember, nice gender. <laughs>